gamers, and welcome to episode 442 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for January 13th, 2024. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Nicholson, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? It's, um, it's pretty good week as far as, like, entertainment for me for personally. Like, as far as games, announcements, and, um, in sports, mm-hmm. um... So like I, I was gonna jump right into it. Um, so yeah, uh, you have um, the uh, in NFL. So like the NFL is over. Me this the uh, season is over with, and we're as of right now. Well, as in this podcast, they're the play of the first weekend of the playoffs will be over. So like everybody's gonna be paying attention to that, and um, I know some of the controversy is the Peacock game um, that has been. Uh, talked about like a lot how people uh, just hate that a game is exclusive on peacock uh, <laughs> uh yeah. a freaking playoff game it's like it was bad enough people it's bad enough you had a regular season game now you put a playoff game and like people are just angry man because a lot of people don't have peacock yeah and it's it's, it's not one of the well-known streaming uh sites or streaming apps and, and people or people know it they, they have no interest in it you know, and so now you have it so that oh you can get it. Some people say like, well, there might be a free thing. I don't know what it is now. The what's the free? But for you to go through that, yeah. you know, it's like no. Why would you have something exclusive in that way? It's bad enough you have some games on cable. That's the thing because um, the Monday Night game is going to be on um, ESPN, um, and like, well, they doing it on Monday Night too. That that's just I, I never liked that either. Uh, but yeah, so it's, yeah, it's not, it's not right. Uh, it's all about money. And they got, they paid them $110 million, the NFL to do this. But like oh, wow. someone said, the NFL's like, they're not hurting for money. <laughs> right. It's like, it's, it's now it's become to be like, what is enough? It's, it's never enough. It's never enough. No, it's like it's I mean, ne- we got, yeah. we got, uh, people, we got to answer to Dominic and they always want more money. And, and it's that why like why even do this like like look like let it be that the f- fans can say this and <laughs> i think there's one congressman who even said that like say the nfl to not do this or something like that and you know what and there's some people would now, now listen at first i was like these people too like it's like yeah it's like we got more important things to worry about congress to be worried about the nfl's doing the app but Daniel, then somebody did break up Oh, I had lost you there for a minute. You still there? Yeah, I'm back now. Okay. Uh, what's the last thing you heard me say? Right as you were talking about, right after we talked about how, you know, they have enough money. You started your next sentence. Oh, oh, but I was saying they, a congressman. Um, yeah, was I a congressman you say who, there was a congressman. Okay. But, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was saying, like, now people were saying how the congressman shouldn't, it's like, I mean, he's saying, like, oh, he has more important things to worry about than this. Like, this is not, like, even though I agree with him, it's like, this is not important for him to be discussing. But as someone pointed out, because I was with those people, too, but then it, someone pointed out, which is like, yeah, you say that, but, <laughs> you know, uh, taxpayers pay for these stadiums. Say, yeah. Like, 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 we put, listen, the public has put money in these teams whether you either know being like it or not, you like it or not, you have used your tax money. A lot of people have used their tax money where they live at 
um, and, and these cities and stuff to pay for these teams and put money in toward, towards these teams. So you know what? I think you should have some say. Yeah. Like to to say like, look, I should be able to see these fucking games. I I can't go. I can't afford to go to them. A lot of people can't <laughs> yeah. afford to go to them. I should be able to see them. And like, then what's the point? Like then, then at that point, it's like, wait a minute. I want my money back. Tell them to give our money back for that for that stadium <laughs> if they're going to be t- putting their games on goddamn uh, Peacock. Well, I don't. I got to pay for it. Right. Yeah. So you know what? Or cut yeah, me a check. I, I think That's what sh- I want. And yeah, I think so. I think there is some government stuff that should deal with. And I mean, I know. And technically, I, I, I don't blame that. I, I, I don't. I think that sh- it should be. I know. I wouldn't even mind that. I mean, people can say it's a waste of time. Fine. They're wasting time on a lot of other shit too. Um, but. They like if if they could if there's something in there I know like the government is really big in baseball like they really um, have a stamp in baseball football um, well the only thing I mean I I don't know the details of it I know it's not as much as like in baseball yeah. but uh, but I'm saying like yeah there should be something like look man these games are popular like like they know you you make this like NFL is the biggest thing in this country. It moves a lot of things. Moves a lot of things. Like make it. Hey, we gotta keep the people happy. Put the damn games on regular TV. <laughs> <laughs> like, no blackouts. Like, don't get the people angry. Like, like, look, man. Let me watch y'all, it. Y'all the things. Y'all calming this down. So, now like, if people start start watching football, they're gonna start looking at how we fucking up <laughs> over here. We need to calm the public. <laughs> but um. Yeah, blackouts. Yeah, the FCC, the FCC stuff. Yeah, they need to stop that shit too. That shit needs to go away. Like that. That needs to be not a thing at all. Yeah. There should be no such thing as a blackout. There should be no such thing as a blackout. That should be a thing of a past. Think of the past. All right. Um. So, other than that, though, the good news stuff um, is with me with my Washington Commanders. Even though we're not in the playoffs, we had a horrible year. They fired their coach. Uh, Rivera, like I, I mean, I'm not h- happy he's gone. Like, like as for like, yeah, I didn't like him. Like, like, like I didn't dislike the guy, but it needed to be a change. So yeah, um, they got him. So um, we're looking for a coach, but we did hire a general manager, and we hired some other guys too, some other head guys too to help with the um team too. I don't have it up here right now. I I forgot what it was, but we just hired a general manager from um. I was at San Francisco, so that's a big deal. Like right now, it's really looking good of where the direction this team is going, uh, as far as the hiring process and like now there we got people who wants to come here. Like I don't think we would have got that guy from San Francisco if this was an old regime, and if we didn't have all this cat money and we didn't have number two t- number two pick, uh, I don't think we would have got him. Um, so. Like, yeah, I, I think so far it's looking good as far as um, the offseason, which which we have done uh, supposedly well in the offseason in past years. Like, we, we didn't find out that we fell in the offseason until the season started. Then we realized, oh, all those moves were bad. Because <laughs> 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 there always be a joke how, the, how Washington always wins the offseason, but we don't win the season. Um, but, yeah, but this time it, it just feels it feels different. Um because of Snyder not being there, and because of the the candidates that we have possibly for coaching, 
I think is more appealing. Um, I know Jim Harbaugh, he just won the um, championship for Michigan. And there's some people who want him to come here. And it's it's appealing to come here. Um, I don't know what he wants. He he didn't say he didn't. But I don't know if I want him, though, honestly. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm just not a, I don't know if I want that here like I, I i mean i understand how people say like they like him because players like him and stuff like that and the, mm-hmm. the culture he brings sometimes like a fandom and i get that i said yeah but i just i don't know it's just something that i just it's something in me that i just feel like i don't know i think it'd be better not to have him um but he'd be somewhere else like like I, i'll root for him because i like i like i could sort of like him like him he's he's okay i never disliked him but like this I never disliked him. Um, I thought he shouldn't have, um, like, I thought he got a bad deal in San Francisco at the end of his tenure. Um, then fire, I don't, did they fire him or just, I forget. But, um, yeah, I, but, yeah, I don't know about here. Maybe if he's coach here, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll just be like, oh, fine. But if there was a choice, I would say no. Um but um, I don't. I wonder where he would coach at, honestly. Because if it's um, San Diego, which is uh, a good stop, they got a quarterback there and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But San Diego has no fans, so and like he seemed like a guy who's really into the fans and stuff. It's like, man, you have no fans. <laughs> it's like unfortunately, bring him with him in San Diego. That's the only bad. That's the only bad thing. But that's the only bad thing about San Diego. Really, yeah. it's the fandom. There's no fans. And that's sad. Uh, this and that's another thing about NFL is that that's when it's like, man, money is so big that like they don't even give a damn. No, got no fans. That, <laughs> but they were still better to. I guess it was still better to move to LA than stay in San Diego. Uh, what else is happening? Um, oh yeah, the, you also got some coaches that have been let go. You got uh, Pete Carroll for the Seahawks. He's been let go. Mm-hmm. Um, they, well, they say he could be an advisor. Um, and then you got um, Bill Belichick. he been oh, let wow. go from the Patriots, basically. Man. Well, he stepped down, basically. But it was it, it, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how you want to say that. He's gone. Has to step and down. Nick Sab- yeah, and Nick Saban is gone. He left oh, man. from Alabama. Um, and I'm thinking, like, at that, I mean, there is really, like, this. nobody saw that coming. With um, Nick Saban, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking he's leaving because of what the changes of college football with these players having more of a voice. Nah, uh, that he's just not. He doesn't want to deal with that. Can't get with that. Like he has to deal with now. Like now the changes are that you have to scout um, twice with players now because they might want to leave the school um, after a season. They don't because you're not get you can't just stay at the school. You you don't have to stay at the school for four years. Um, and like that, and and that Pacific program. So it and like people keep um going to the portal and going to um other schools and things of that nature. It's just yeah, he's probably just don't he probably doesn't want to deal with it more. Because I already know we already know he didn't like it, of course. And I mean, I understand why he didn't like it, but thing is, <laughs> and like I understand, but then it's like yo, that means you just you're just okay with fucking people over too at the same time. I mean, you probably didn't see it that way. Like, I think these co- those coaches, they forced themselves to not see it that way. Yeah. I don't think they're horrible human beings or anything. 
but I think there are people who know something is wrong, but you you will find you will do everything excuses in your mind to make it sound like it's not wrong. To make it not wrong that it so it can be okay that what you were doing. And thing is it's we all know that it's not enough just to say you got to go to college. You got a free pass to college or something like that. You got to go to a big college. You would never got to go to a big college if you um couldn't play football. Yeah. And um, and you get your name on the grand that's not, stage. That's, that's what they expect Yeah, you. But that's but that's not enough, man. Because you you're making experience, Dominic. Yeah, because that doesn't equate to what the school makes from you. Yeah, not at all. On the on that field from football, how much money does school that school makes from football? I mean, people and uh, and, and or basketball or or any of those sports really. And those are the major ones. So yeah, I so he he stepped down. So I was like, man, so that who's gonna fill those shoes in Alabama? <laughs> like, I mean, they were the most dominant team for a while, man. They always seem to be in the playoffs. Always, always in championship talks. Uh, people say he's the greatest coach ever in college football. I, I is you see, I don't, I don't say that because I, I don't know how you, you determine that. I mean, if you turn about him going and wins, fine. But when recruiting the best players all the time, I always, I'm always, I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical. Like, but what if he he did stuff under the table? Does that still make him the best coach? No. <laughs> like, if you get the best players, uh, like, and you, if he did, it, I mean, there's no evidence of it. Uh, but I don't know. I just, I, I don't know how you determine. Like, if he got the best look, if he got the best talent, how do you determine he's the best coach? That's all. I, that's really what it is. The for me, I'm pretty happy with that because now there could be competition. I mean. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't mean that Alabama is just going to go bad or anything, but <laughs> it's just that I, I think there's a chance for the kids to go there. Some kids, who you know, they were going to that school for him so they can go somewhere else. And maybe I can stop seeing Alabama win all the time. So, um, Do you think he goes to a different school or does he like find no, a spot No, I think he, he left because, I mean, the whole situation. Is done? Yeah, I think he's just done oh, because okay. I think that the situation with him. Because he doesn't want to put up with God. Yeah, because if he goes to another school, that doesn't make any sense. Sure, yeah, no. That, that, yeah. yeah, you're right about that. But I guess the, <laughs> kind of the same situation with the NFL then? I mean, would that, that, that's the thing. The yeah, well, yeah, some people are thinking maybe NFL. He's an old dude. I mean, I think oh, they. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Belichick is too, but they, they still. And so is Pete Carroll. All three of them are like old dudes, but Pete Carroll, he's a young seventy man. That man's energetic. Yeah, he's, he be smoking. He be doing it always cocaine. seemed like, yeah. I mean, hearing he's seventy, <laughs> that does sound a little surprising. Um. So what? Because some people were saying like, "Hey, Pete Carroll, go." Well, my brother, he wants. Here's my Pete Carroll coming over to Washington, but I was saying he's old though, man. I was like, yeah. I mean, even though yeah, he's energetic and stuff. I mean, yeah, I get that, but. I want somebody who's going to be here. Right. Like, how much longer he's going to be here? Can he build around, you know, build the system around himself? I mean, mean, that's the thing he said. I said, yeah, but that's, I mean, okay, if that's the case, then fine. But I don't know. I was like, I I don't, I don't know. There are a lot of guys that aren't willing to do that. (laughs) Just, yeah. Yeah. Um, What else is, um, oh, yeah. So, uh, there's not much to talk about in basketball. 
Um, but in um, baseball, I know the Orioles seem to uh, they might be partnering with um, a new advertisement because they didn't have an advertisement on their jerseys last year. They didn't. Right. They didn't have. No, but now they um, somebody reported Tom Lavero. Um, I think he writes for the Washington Times. He said um, T. Rowe Price um, oh, okay. will be up there, possibly $75 million, five years, $75 million. I've heard of them. Um, yeah, I've I, I heard of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't really, <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, I hope that helps with um, them getting some players, some more money to get players because they yeah. always seem to be freaking um cheap or whatever um so <laughs> there's that all right so um any wrestling news out there no nothing since what i talked about last week with the rock coming back nothing what about the jericho thing still... that was a part of the wrestling oh yeah I, I, so I don't even know i haven't really seen a lot of people talk about that outside of the the twitter thing so so a couple of steps back above before the thing that i sent you uh, there were some allegations on Twitter that Chris Jericho uh, may have taken advantage of his position in the early days of AEW uh, with one of the female talents there who ended up leaving shortly after she had, I can't remember if she signed or just, I think she had signed and then had asked for her release pretty quickly after. Um, but somebody had made an allegation and then that wrestler had just tweeted a heart, you know, uh, and, and everybody took that as, you know, acknowledgement that, you know, they supported that, that account of what had happened. Um, and basically ever since then, Chris Jericho's appearances on television have, uh, been fraught with reactions from the crowd. Uh, that happened shortly before, the world's end pay-per-view. And then on that show, uh, Chris Jericho was pretty heavily booed. Uh, it's my understanding this past week on dynamite when he was there, they just continued playing his, his intro music basically to drown out the crowd. It sounds like, um, that that's a weird thing. I have not seen a clip of that though. So I don't know if there's any context to it or not, but from the podcast that I listened to, it doesn't sound like there is, um, and then of course there's also, uh, he and Sammy Guevara have a tag team title match tonight on collision and people are wondering because it's, I think it's supposed to be a street fight if it's basically just going to take place all backstage so that they don't have to, you know, deal with any sort of crowd reaction getting picked up on camera. Um, but yeah, the thing that I sent you was that MVP knocked out Chris Jericho on the Jericho cruise. Um, uh, but I, I didn't really look into that and I didn't know if that's actually happening like now, or if that's just a thing that was reported from like a while ago. So let's say Jericho cruise. Cause typically I mean, one Jericho. Okay. Yeah. The 2020 Jericho cruise. So this is just some old news that's, that's coming out after the fact. So it's not, you know, MVP saw him on the cruise knew about these allegations and knocked him out. Um, but apparently Cassidy Haynes of body has reported 
that Chris Jericho and MVP got into it in January 2020 on the Rock and Wrestling Cruise. Uh, he did, after a heated exchange, MVP knocked out Chris Jericho. This is not the first time we've heard of MB, MVP and Chris Jericho being at odds at the, as the two had reportedly had another altercation in a hotel lobby in May of 2022 following an AEW event. According to Haynes' report, the two had a heated verbal exchange before Jericho hurried to an elevator door saying, I don't fight jobbers. Um, <laughs> it is... What is what jobbers? <laughs> what does that even mean? What's that mean, man? Uh, so in wrestling parlance, it means like low-card guys, because if, you, if you're if you losing, you're, you're doing the job. So they, they get called jobbers a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it seems like maybe we're getting uh, people are getting to be a little over Chris Jericho, and obviously with the allegations that came out, uh, I think it's you know sort of a I don't want to say dogpiling because that almost sounds like it's it's not deserved in a way, but like it, it sounds like you know once the once the dam breaks, all the all the kind of shitty things that you did or have happened to you are going to start coming out. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of people talk about Chris Jericho as of late, because, uh, one of the things that Chris Jericho used to do very well was, uh, know when to go on tour with Fozzie and, and, you know, take a break from wrestling. And that hasn't really happened since the beginning of AEW, and he's had a pretty prominent role since the kickoff of of, of their television uh, the four years ago, five years ago now. Um, so you know that coupled with a lot of kind of the the fringe stuff that's gone around with him, the outside of the ring stuff, like his wife being. Uh, you know, at January 6th and him having Don Jr. on his podcast to promote his book, um, stuff like that. It, it always kind of flares up and then kind of goes away because Chris Jericho always like whenever you see like one of these, um, wrestling related, like GoFundMes or something like that, Chris Jericho's name's usually at the top, you know, he donates a lot of money to, to people, that needed in the wrestling world, it seems like, which is cool. But I think people are starting to uh, consider that as like, oh, him buying good PR for himself because he's actually kind of a a piece of work, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, these uh, the the initial allegations that went around on Twitter that have kind of kicked off this latest. Uh, Chris Jericho kind of negative negativity. I don't know that they've really gone much anywhere else. He was beefing with some uh, dirt sheet guy, Nick Hausman, who seems to be pretty firmly in the CM Punk camp. Like for the longest time, if, if you were hearing about something between like those backstage fights with CM Punk, it was coming from Nick Hausman and everybody suspects that Nick Hausman was basically getting that information from CM Punk, CM Punk and Chris Jericho seem to not get along. And Chris Jericho is constantly talking shit about like, Oh, I know what happened in that incident. And I don't have any NDAs or anything like that. Um, 
So part of like what kicked off this was like Nick Halsman saying like, Oh, there's, there's stuff going around. So he kind of used like, he kind of used the journalistic integrity that he had to, to basically just start the shit with Chris Jericho instead of, you know, like letting doing, doing the legwork and like making sure that people were okay with, with it coming out. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense. Like, yeah, you know, it's like somebody might tell you a story about something, but it's not necessarily your story to tell, you know, and sometimes there comes a time and a place when you want to tell that story finally. But, you know, he's basically using it to to win a Twitter argument is, you know, using someone else's allegations. Um, so uh, that's that's been really messy uh, outside of that, though, like that's, you know, all outside of the ring stuff outside of when he's being booed on television. Um it, it's really for like WWE. It's just the lead up to Royal Rumble and AEW is kind of uh, doing their lead up to Revolution, which is going to be their next pay per view, and it's actually going to be Sting's last match uh, because he'll be retiring this year at Revolution. And it was announced on Dynamite that he is going. Him and Darby Allen, who has kind of been, he's the younger guy that sting has kind of been the protege to on screen and uh, they're going to be facing the young bucks in a tag team match and Ric Flair. I don't know if I've mentioned him, but he's in AEW now and they have like this sponsorship deal with his woo energy drink. So like they've got woo energy drink advertisements all over the place. Um, uh, people aren't particularly happy about that because of some allegations that have been going around with Ric Flair. Um, but I, I don't know. It's, it's a lot of just kind of messiness around the fringes. And then Tony Khan is just popping off on Twitter because like, uh, he, he seems to have very thin skin. Tony Khan being the owner of AEW. Um, uh, there was a tweet from like the USA network or Fox network. Cause uh, there's like WWE on Fox and WWE on USA accounts yeah. that are, you know, run by some probably intern that, that are usually pretty entertaining. It's where they post like the memes and stuff and they'll also post clips, but uh, Jinder Mahal, who is a former world champion, but also when he was the world champion, nobody was happy about it because he went from basically jobber to world champion um, with some speculation. It's because they were trying to kind of uh, rope in a, a higher Indian audience because um, that's his background. He's uh, Indian Canadian. He's Canadian, but of Indian descent. Um, and, and he had like a six month reign. He beat, you know, uh, Nakamura, I was Nakamura. Yeah. Nakamura and Randy Orton, uh, quite a few times held the title. Uh, but he came out after basically not having been on TV for a very long time. I think he was on NXT managing some guys there and basically just any matches he's been in, he's lost, but he came out and he challenged Seth Rollins for a world title. And, um, uh, with whatever one of these meme accounts said to Tony Khan, 
about like the the cage match ratings because there's a there's a website that tracks wrestling matches that gives ratings and stuff from users uh kind of like imdb but for wrestling matches um he took a shot at tony khan saying you know like oh but the the uh, cage match rating is going to be awesome or something like that and tony khan's like how do you have this guy that doesn't you know hasn't won a match in two years challenge for your title meanwhile everybody's giving me crap in aew because this guy that has a 28 and one record is challenging for the title it's just like he's a guy that just doesn't know when to take a step back from social media. So that's kind of been like the drama around wrestling is really just like the not even in ring stuff. Um, yeah. And we still don't know what's going on with like the rock and Roman. If that's a thing that's going to happen in Australia, it sounds more and more like it's unlikely it'll happen there. Uh, you know, Roman's not even necessarily advertised for that show. And what does that mean for Cody Rhodes' chances at WrestleMania to have kind of the top spot there? I'm I'm interested in all of it. There was a point in time where I thought I might be going to WrestleMania this year because it is in Philadelphia, so like it's a it's a relatively easy trip to get up there. But at the same time, I don't know that it's worth spending the amount of money that they want for tickets, even in like the nosebleeds, to just like not be able to really see anything. And it's, it's not like, you know, uh, the, the crowd is like, oh, I got to be a part of that crowd or anything. It's more about just like, oh, being a part of that event. And then you go home and watch it on TV, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know what they're going to end up doing at WrestleMania. I, I feel a little bad for Cody if he, if he doesn't win it this year, but even last year, I was of the mindset that like, it, Roman probably should lose at WrestleMania if he's going to lose. Like, that's the biggest stage possible for him to lose. But there's a story to be told where Cody Rhodes beats Roman Reigns for the title at Madison Square Garden, where his father didn't quite win the title, but kind of won the title. Like, I think he he won, but then the decision was overturned or something like that. So Dusty never actually won the title. Um and they they do Madison Square Garden shows still, but they don't uh, like film them. So they're always like house shows. So I think if you did like a special event where it was like, all right, we're filming this one. And maybe that gives it away a little too much. But like, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Like going into the Chicago show where CM Punk debuted for the first time with AEW it was basically an open secret at that point that CM Punk was debuting and they were making it a special thing, but they never outright said that CM Punk was going to be there and it was still an awesome moment. So I think you can build up to it being an awesome moment without just saying that Cody Rhodes is going to win here, but we all know Cody Rhodes is going to win there. So I, I don't know what they actually end up doing with that. I mean, if you get the rock, you use the rock. That's, that's the unfortunate thing for Cody and maybe they do a triple threat. I don't know, but I find that less interesting than if you were to do just the rock versus Roman. Although again, following up on last week, if, if the rock is in as out of shape as it appears to be in regards to like cardio, basically, you know, obviously dudes 
super massive. But if he can't keep up, like obviously you could do a triple threat to kind of hide that a little more and and give him some opportunities to take a breath on the on the ring side while the guys who are doing this every week can can kind of you know do their thing. But yeah, that's that's wrestling, Dominic. I think that's that's more than enough wrestling. <laughs> All right. So um, let's get to what we were watching. So I um, watched that Dave Chappelle special. I actually watched it. I forgot to mention last week. But, um, mm. yeah, it came out about uh, two weeks ago maybe now. Or mm. um, So Dave Chappelle, it, was, uh, it took place in D.C. It was when he was in D.C. That's, oh, okay. that's when they taped that one. And um, it was... It was all right. It was it was as good as his last specials, um, his last mm-hmm. few specials, but it was it was okay. Um, like he, uh, what what kind of jokes he did he focus on? He, he, um, darn what? Because the it, it's funny on Twitter, it still made it feel like he focused on transgender. He started out that, but he didn't. He didn't stay with it. He basically said like. No. I ain't doing no more jokes on her. I say no jokes on her no more, and then he goes on. Yeah, because that's basically the only one I've seen is the the Norm Macdonald um, Jim Carrey joke. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, but other than that, like it was it was okay. It was it wasn't great or anything. Um, it was a uh, it was all right. So, um, also, I, I finally watched Spectre. I never watched that. That's the James Bond. Um, mm. I haven't, um, yeah, I never did watch uh, that one fully. I think I started it and just didn't finish. But I went ahead and watched the whole thing, and it was all right. I mean, I I enjoyed it not as much as the, um, the previous one, um, mm-hmm. but... Um, Skyfall, not as much as Skyfall. Skyfall's still the best, and not as much as Casino Royale, but it's better than Quantum of Solace, um, mm. or Solace. Um, but, um, so, like, they're trying to make it, like, uh, I mean, I guess Spectre was in the old James Bond, too, but I never watched it in the old James Bonds. So, yeah. um, it's a it's an organization that's basically made up of all the bad guys. But, Thing is, uh, so some of the, the guys that y'all fought were all seen to be part of Spectre in some type of way, like that they control them. And then, um, so it's yeah, I had to get a new cord. I had, a, but then the cord I found, I think it wasn't working. So what's the last thing you heard when you were talking about Spectre? Basically, saying it's a group of bad guys. Oh yeah, they're they're a group of bad guys um, that. They're from from the other films. They were all part of the organization. Apparently, they were or Spectre had their hooks in them, in kind of some way, mm. or tentacles in them, I guess. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was okay. It, it just wasn't. I just didn't like it as much as Casino Royale or Skyfall. Uh, those are my favorite. Did you see Skyfall? Yeah, yeah. yeah Did you see Skyfall. Spectre? And I- I think I'm pretty sure I saw Spectre. I feel like I remember it, but it's been years ago. I feel like the biggest thing I remember is, is like the whole, you know, Blofeld reveal. And I feel like that only really works if you're like a huge James Bond fan, you know? Yeah. It, it plays yeah, more on exactly. like nostalgia for the series than, 
than actually what has been built up in the previous films. Even though, if I recall, don't they like call back to some of that stuff and go like, "Oh yeah, like, yeah, like you it said, does. kind of like they do. Yeah. this person, you know, was manipulated by this, you know, by Specter." Um, have you seen the the latest one? Did we? Talk oh no, about no, that? oh no, I, oh no, I, I, I never seen it. I never seen it because okay. that's why I watched it. I watched Specter gotcha. so I can go watch this new one. That was what's called No Time to Die, or yeah, I think that's right. I mean, because that's it's similar to another title, old title, old James Bond title. Yeah, I, I don't know. No Time to Kill or something. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. So it, it was. It was okay. I mean, I I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it, but just like it. Yeah, Skyfall is still the probably Skyfall Casino Royale is still the most memorable ones yeah. uh, for me. The um okay so what else um I think that's it for what I've been watching right um so I guess we get to what we've been playing um you can go oh you can go ahead yeah I can kick it off so uh, just more Zelda I'm I think after getting kind of back into the groove of it I'm a little more positive than I feel like maybe I was coming off last week especially about like the underground stuff that's kind of where I'm focusing now because that's I guess how I get to the end boss really but. It's also kind of triggering those feelings in me of like uh, just kind of collectathon stuff, which I actually like that. Like that's a positive to me. And right now, because the the shrines up on the ground level are connected to those roots, I was talking about the light roots that I was talking about last week. I'm kind of just uh, you know meticulously going through on the map on the the high side. Like selecting, well, I go to the high side, find a, a shrine that I want to go towards that's close enough to me on the underground, and then I go down to the down underground map, and I, you know, put a drop there so I know where I'm headed. Um, so that's really kind of what I've been doing is just filling out that underground map and also trying to fill in any like shrines that I may have not gotten above ground because I know there's still plenty of them. Um, but that's kind of uh, really what I'm doing with that. Uh, what else I played is the Prince of Persia, the Lost Crown demo. Uh, that's now out on PC and Switch and consoles and everything. Um, kind of in, in preparation for that game to launch, I believe, next week. Like this coming Tuesday. Um, and so that is the Metroidvania 2D side-scrolling um prince of persia game that we've seen as of late i feel like when i initially saw that game there was a little bit of disappointment that you know the sands of time remaster kind of fell apart it seemed like i mean they announced that thing nobody was really excited including myself because it looked kind of bad and then it just kind of disappeared into nowhere which probably for the best but then this came along and it's like, okay, that's kind of a different thing. But it, it also kind of looked, I don't want to say low budget, but it does kind of look low. Well, when you're comparing like a 3d full action game to a Metroidvania side scrolling thing, it, it, it does feel like kind of a step back in, in budget at least. Um, but, but not the, in creativity, Daniel. And no, well, yeah, not necessarily. Um, but just the talk around this game that I've seen since uh, I guess review copies have gone out to to outlets has oh my goodness <laughs> hold on sorry got a frog in your throat yep 
Have you seen those videos of those leeches who eat frogs? Oh, no, I have not. Yeah, it looks and I don't cool. think I want to. It looks like a <laughs> look like it looks like a it looks like an uncircumcised penis just gobbling just up a frog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think I'm good for as long as I need to be. Um <laughs> All right, yeah, so so I was kind of apprehensive about it. It looked kind of cool, but I was also kind of like, I I don't love the art style, even though it looks pretty good. Um, Aesthetically, it's got kind of like a comic booky vibe to it, but I I just, it didn't feel quite right. Um, But the, the reviews have been like stellar for this game and everybody's saying it performs well on the switch and it, you know, it looks great on a PC and doesn't need, you know, high specs. It runs on all the like ROG ally and steam deck stuff really well. So I was like, okay, there's a demo out there. I'm going to give this game a try. Cause like, even without a demo is kind of already decided like, Oh, it's, you know, I think it's a $40 game too. I'm, I'm probably going to pick this up cause it seems really cool. Um, so I downloaded the demo on the switch. I also downloaded it on the PC, but the majority of the time I've spent so far about 30 minutes or so has been on the switch version. What they tell you in the demo is that it's not just like the beginning of the game. It's kind of like a, a curated section of the game where like maybe it's earlier on in the story, but they've given you additional powers that you wouldn't have necessarily. So you can get a better feel for what the game's going to actually be. Um, so you do have like this forward air dash that I don't think you have initially in the beginning of the game and, and some other moves like that. And so far, yeah, I, I am really digging what it's doing. It, it, it is very solidly in the mold of Metroid Dread. One of those things that kind of can throw me off about like a 2D Metroidvania style thing or really any 2D game is not being able to use the D-pad. Um, that was the case in Metroid Dread. But that game ended up feeling fantastic. And I think they did just as good a job here with making you feel like you're in precise control of the character with the D-pad, even though, you know, sometimes you don't get the like tapability precision that you might with a, with a D-pad. Um, Cause you know, when, when you get into these more modern games, they, they kind of need to utilize all the buttons. So in this one, you know, potions to, to refill your health are on the D-pad up and D-pad down. If you hold it down, it does this really cool thing that I would love to see adopted in more Metroidvania games is it takes a screenshot of the area that you're in and then attaches it to the map there. So that way, you know, there's constantly stuff in Metroidvania games where you're coming up against and you don't have the ability to, you know, open this door, reach this area or something like that. And now not only am I putting a marker on the map indicating that I need to come back there for some reason, but I also can just look at the map and then pull up that picture and go, Oh, it's that thing that I wanted to look at. Or, you know, this is the next part of the path that I'll probably need to go on. Um, I would love to see that taken even a step further and like, let you write, make notes on it, you know, do circles and, and things of that nature. Just so it's like, okay, this is definitively why I'm, I'm taking this picture here. Um, 
So I don't know if that could be added in an update or if that'll just maybe be something we see in, in future games, but I would love to see that kind of implementation, especially when we're talking about like a switch version of the game where you have a touch screen, you can just, you know, write directly on there. Um, the combat feels good so far, but I am taking, it's taken me some time to actually get used to it. Um, initially, I think part of that was me playing the switch version through my capture equipment. I think there's slight lag to it. Um, or at least that's the excuse I'm going to use for the times that you see me die in the video that are recorded. Um, so there's that, but they give you a dodge. Uh, they give you a dodge. They also give you a parry that's on the right trigger and the left trigger respectively. The dodge is kind of like a slide out of the way dodge. It gives you like a whole lot of space between you and the enemy. And then the parry is kind of a timing window thing. You did a similar thing in, in Metroid Dread. But this is mostly um, kind of hand-to-hand comp, not hand-to-hand combat, but uh, melee combat. You know, close up, close quarters. You've got two swords. You also do have a bow and arrow, so you can you know, shoot enemies from a distance, but it's not quite Metroid where you're just, you know, shooting a gun from across the street screen. So, yeah, I mean, with, with the positive, you know, uh, reviews and previews that I've been hearing and, and the time that I've spent with the game so far, I'm super into it. I'm looking forward to this game now in, in a way that I wasn't initially, like I was, I was interested to see how it turned out, but I'm glad this ended up being as good as it is. And this is like kind of a great example of what we've been talking about as of late, it, where it feels like, you know, a lot of games are getting maybe over bloated budget wise, and it doesn't hurt to, you know, every once in a while, take a step back and, you know, you can even still take one of your huge franchise names and just make a smaller experience where it doesn't need to be a triple A, you know, behind the back walk and talk sort of Sony style, big budget game. And, and it can still turn out incredible. So yeah, the I'm, next Halo should be a I'm, Metrovania, Metrovania Halo. So. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it, it could work, Dominic. It could work. Yeah, I mean, he already kind of looked like Metroid. I mean, I said Metroid, but <laughs> Samus. Yeah. Oh, what if they do a Samus uh, Master Chief crossover? That's what we need. You know what? I would I would really like to see if um, if Microsoft was able to like team up with the, the guys that did the um, Metroid 2 remake for the PC and and get them to just like it doesn't have to be the next mainline thing obviously but like as a side you know they were yeah, they were doing some weird spartan. stuff with the halo franchise there it could be a female spartan so it could be exactly. just like samus <laughs> oh man that would be too it's, it's, nintendo's already writing those cease and desist letters <laughs> but yeah I, I think that would be cool because yeah they did like halo wars and they did that spartan you know top down game like they could they could do some weird stuff especially since you know they're not really doing particularly great with the halo mainline series right now just keep it in the zeitgeist out yeah they're not doing it's like they're not doing great but they're probably making money because of microtransactions i i was gonna say i hope but like also fuck microtransactions but also like it it seemed like Halo wasn't doing it quite in the same predatory manner that some other games do it, 
but yeah. at the same time, microtransactions. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Because, because, like, I'm saying, like, hey, I'm not hearing nothing about it, but they, I bet yeah. you post some numbers. I'll be like, oh my god. <laughs> I, was like, I, was, <laughs> I was like, god damn it. Uh, um, yeah. So I've been I started playing High Five Rush yesterday. I think it was. Um, yeah, hey, I saw achievements popping up for that. Yeah, because uh, I was like, you know what, man? It's it's been a year. It's been exactly almost a year now. Uh, this <laughs> yeah. game has been out, and I haven't gone really back to it. So I said, you know what? I'm going to start playing it. So I can at least beat it. So I can at least when I when we do our half ass games, I can have. I can remember the game more uh, and yeah. see if where I would not if I would put it on my list. Um, I did. I got finally got to the first boss because I didn't get to the first boss last time. I didn't even get to mm-hmm. yeah. So I finally got to the point where you go to the hub area where you're in some underground place with the um, the girl or slash woman who is um, helping you out. So uh, I just got to. I stopped there. So I'll probably play more of that. I recorded some of that, uh, but yeah, I mean, I having fun with that beat stuff. Uh, I put cheats on though for because um, <laughs> I can fucking time the beat better. Um, okay. I mean, no, there's a cheat to time the beat better. It's like I put cheats on for health. Is it so, just like a wider open window or something? No, no. I mean, I put the. Uh, che- it's okay. a cheat for health, and ah. and so that when I am trying to time the beat. Like my enemies are hitting me, like because I'm trying mm. to go with the beat. So I, when I mess up, it doesn't really hurt me as much. So I'm like, okay, I can get with it. Um, but yeah, I um, I enjoy. It. I think with the song that was playing through the boss, I know they 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 post the the song in the um, group that does it. I think it was a Nine Inch Nails song. Um, don't ask me oh, what okay. it was, yeah. but I just saw a Nine Inch Nails. Say, oh, I heard of that band. Um, so <laughs> yeah, because I don't I don't really know rock songs. All right, um, so uh, I also been playing a lot of Starfield. I'm still I actually started the um, the Crimson Fleet mission. So, but um, mm. basically everything's going the same. It's just that at the point I'm going to get to, a, I'm near the point where I'm going to have to pick a side, which I'm going to pick the Crimson Fleet side. And also, I got a group of people with me that are okay with me stealing stuff and occasionally pirating other ships um <laughs> like uh there is one person who actually is of a crimson fleet she's not a member but she was just there on the base because she's on the run and being with her she doesn't have a problem with me doing that stuff while the person i thought didn't have a problem because she used to be a gang member but, per- but apparently she's trying to go straight um because <laughs> she's trying because, to bring you with her because i when i went in power this ship and then like she wasn't i was wondering like oh it's a glitch um the girl not following me anymore so i went back to my ship to see if she was still there and she was on a ship so i talked to her and said she's angry with you and i was like you gotta be kidding me <laughs> that's what the hell she angry me for and that's like oh my goodness it's because of that so then i had to go back to a safe spot where um i just dropped her off somewhere and just picked up the other girl um mm. who was more accepting of my needs of, of poverty <laughs> uh but yeah so yeah yeah she she's more um she she's okay with the lifestyle because that's what she does she because she pickpockets people well i don't see her she just says that she got something for you and that she pickpocketed or something um oh, nice. so i wish there was more people like that like i'm just i'm upset with um starfield maybe in their 
later DLCs or whatever updates they yeah. do. Maybe they add us something there. But yeah, that they don't have none of the like this none of the main cast though. Like it should be at least one of those main casts that'd be like, Hey, I'm okay with a little killing. Uh, but like like <laughs> like damn. It's like, yeah, I want to explore, but also I don't mind I don't mind the killing or something like that. I mean, because they even because they tell you like, hey, as long as you don't get caught or something, you don't like that doesn't affect our exploration. You can do what you want to do. They tell you that, but then they get all mad when you do it. So I was like, man, you sons of bitches. It's like, it's like yeah. oh man. But anyway, yeah, and I've been doing a lot of ship battles. So I've been trying to level up my ship. Um. Mm. I've been having fun with that. I just have a hard time pirating it because it seemed like I always blew up the ship before I could get on. I think I finally got it. Um, because then I figured it out. Oh, you could. I didn't realize you could attack a Pacific part. I didn't know how you do it, honestly. And then uh-huh. I figured it out how you do it. So I attacked the engines, but sometimes I attack the engines too much and then it blows up. So I was like, darn. I I need to find a way that's easier to target. Um, if that's something you have to unlock to the targeting, that's what you, so that's what was the problem was, is that you have to unlock it. So I was thinking I was doing it wrong. I didn't unlock it. That's what it was. So, um, yeah, uh, so I finally, yeah, but I finally did it and I got to board a ship or something, but I think it was a glitch because the people were shooting at me when I got Mm -hmm. on the ship, but they kept telling me that, oh, you need to get off my ship. I don't, I don't know, but, I didn't kill him. I didn't bother killing him then. I was like, oh, I'm just going to just steal your stuff then. And then just, just walked off. I don't know what the <laughs> hell happened. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, I just had fun with that game. Um, also, I did beat the main story of Horizon. Um, so now I'm about to go play the, um, what's it called? And uh, Damn, what, what did I say it was called? Oh, the, the DLC stuff. Yeah, the ice. I mean, not ice. Um, it's something frozen. <laughs> something. Yeah, frozen in time. Uh, but aside as a joke, I have no idea what it is. Uh, but um, I, I'm about to go start that. Frozen and, wilds. Yeah, uh, frozen wilds. Okay. And uh, well, yeah, the the story of Horizon, like the overall story, it's I like the concept. I should say, I like. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is, is 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 pretty good. The execution just is not as good. Like this game, um, and yeah, it's just like like I said, the voice acting, man, they really didn't. I don't know what happened. Like with the voice acting, like they why they went so bare with that. Um, and and um, yeah. in some cases, in, in important cases, it's not like like um her, um, the guy, the black guy. Um, who's always talking to her? I forgot his name was Siren or something, or um, like they they're they're good. Um, Aloy and him is good, but the other people they're I mean they're, the others uh, there's probably a couple other good ones, but a lot of them they just the voice acting wasn't done well, and I don't I don't know I don't know that they're best voice actors. They might have just been the directing of them uh like like they probably just let them talk and just say hey that's good enough uh and <laughs> right. I, I don't i don't we know why. time for another take yeah uh but the gameplay of course is, is where it's at with playing those um those bots and everything that that's where the fun is um yeah. like i really i really love um doing that especially taking around that trinosaurus rex kind of one yeah i mean it it's real it's fun as hell doing doing that but 
everything else is pretty okay, mediocre to okay. Um, like man, as I'm not remembering the game. Like I had more fun in the game when I first played it than I did now. And I'm hoping um, Forbidden West is um, they do some improvements on this yeah. game um, because yeah, um, I, I, I still do. I like it better. Do I still like it better than uh, Breath of the Wild? I would say um, maybe it's a baby <laughs> now. It's not a definite. Yeah. Um, uh, Breath of the Wild is still. I mean, it's, like I said, I, I just it's just those little things that really hurts it for me. Breath of the Wild, <laughs> though. I thought overall, it, I'll say that's a better game. It, it is a better game um, than for um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, like if Horizon Zero Dawn was better with the um, the climbing and um, the story was a whole lot better. I mean, well, the execution of the story. The story is fine. Just the execution of it uh, was a whole lot better like it would be no question that I like this game like it's just definitely a step back from God of War and the Uncharted games um, it's definitely a step back at Spider-Man like it's definitely a step back from those games um, that mm-hmm. one now and I played um, uh, what should we call it the uh, what's the um, samurai game called Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima, so I can't compare it to that one. All right, so, yeah, that's all I played. So I guess we'll take a uh, quick break. When we get back, we get to the flashback segment. All right. And we're back. So now we're flashbacking to 2014, 10 years ago. Now we're starting these new games. And, um, yeah, there was no games the other two, uh, the other week. Uh, so um, I didn't miss anything. But a yeah. big game did come out early in 2014. Um, the Banner Saga, the first Ooh. of the trilogy, and yeah, I played this game. I did not ever finish this game. I kept saying I go back, and mm-hmm. it's been ten years. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so one of these days <laughs> yeah. I will. Uh, but yeah, the Banner Saga has come out ten years ago. This is a game where it's almost it's like a story driven game, but you can change how the story goes. Where you have a group of these settlers and warriors um like almost vikingish um kind of setting where they're moving and they're leaving the land i know there are um some type of uh monsters or something uh some type of uh, mystical beings or something like um that was driving them from their lands and you make choices like you get to a path you make a choice of what happens the choice could be that a lot of your uh, settlers die or or um you or 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 they live or they uh or you had to uh, sacrifice some warriors or something or you uh, it, it's yeah it's multitudes like you're gonna have multiple endings um uh, i think you're trying to get to um some land away from them or something uh like it's been so long since i played it but i mean it got rated pretty damn well and i liked it i really yeah. enjoyed it um and the gameplay like when you do fight it's kind of a grid-based gameplay um, you know, strategy game kind of remind me. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, for you, it would be like um, Advance War or something, <laughs> but um, you know, kind of tactics game, um, like Final Fantasy Tactics and things of that nature. Uh, but yeah, but that and and that was okay, even though I didn't care. I think I played with just cheats anyway. I just like the story part where I just got to choose like what to do 
and uh, like what would happen with my settlers, like if we stay at this end or do we have money for food or something? Yeah, watch. Yeah, it, it was, it was cool, and they came up with two more. I mean, it came up with two more after, and <laughs> I always and I'm I'm mad at myself for not even um finishing at least the first one. It, now see, yeah. now, I, I forgot about it, and this this just reminded me of the game. So maybe <laughs> I will just you know just force my ass to just go ahead and just do yeah. it. Throw some cheats on run through it real quick. Yeah. Um. What else? You never played it, right? I played it briefly. I can't, I can't remember the circumstances for why I eventually did give it a try. I mean, I always thought it was a really cool looking game, and the art style was incredible. Oh yeah. You know, oh, that's like right. Yeah, the art drawn stuff. Um. But yeah, I, I I didn't play it for long. I don't remember if it was like a difficulty thing or what. Was it voice but, acting? Ah, I don't recall honestly. I don't remember if it was voice acting. If it was, it was good. But it yeah. wasn't. <laughs> I was. I was. I, I, don't like, I, say this, I would think if it was bad, I think I remember it being bad. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there was, but at the same time, I just think I there was like a there lot was of text. Too. I feel like there was too. Oh, uh, all right. So that was it for 2014. There was really nothing else, some phone games of, of that nature. So now we're going back to 2004, 20 oh, years ago. Again, I think. And NFL Street came out. It kicked off 2004. And I lost Daniel. Daniel, you still there? Oh, that's me, though. Oh, that was me that time. Sorry. You still there, Daniel? He's still there. Dan. All right. Um, More let me go ahead. Internet. What are you doing? Try to get him again. Okay, you should be back. Hello. What? Hello? All right. Can you hear me? Yeah, that all was right. me yeah. this time. Yeah, I lost. Yeah, I lost you. Um, all right. <sighs> So, what's what, the last thing you heard? Um, did you hear NFL Street? Nah, I didn't no. hear you say that yet. All right. So, now we're going back to 2004. NFL Street came out, kicked off 2004. Um, I never played it. Like, I was always just in the NBA Street. I never played any mm-hmm. other street. Um, well, that's a lie. I think I briefly played NFL Street, not the first one. I think it was another one. It was the one with the demo. I don't know which one it was. I didn't play enough of it to really give a, a strong opinion on it, though. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it it did it. How does it reviewed? Like, how did people like the NFL Street? I thought people were pretty positive on it. Like, it wasn't incredible, but I think uh, let's see if we got some. Yeah, it's got an eighty on PS2 and eighty one on GameCube, eighty one on Xbox. Okay, from Metacritic. Game Informer seven point seven five across the board. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's what it was because all of it was Game Informer. So yeah. I probably was looking at that and said, "Oh, it's just okay." Uh, I and that's why I didn't bother with it. I bet you mm-hmm. a Game Informer would have gave it an eight point five or higher. I would have gotten <laughs> it. Yeah, that's definitely a cool concept. I mean, obviously we had already seen it with the the NBA Street stuff, but. 
I believe they did like smaller teams too, right? With yeah. the NFL Street stuff. I played, I don't remember which one it was. I want to say it was one though. I want to say I got got it from um, like Toys R Us when they did one of their like buy two, get a third free or something like that. And I bought like three cheaper sports games or something like that just to just to keep me busy with some games and I, I didn't play it for a super long time but I really thought it was was cool and a, a little more fun for me as as not a huge NFL guy than like Madden at that time because you could do some some big hits and stuff like that and get a little wacky and and stuff like that yeah yeah I mean when I saw it it looked, it looked cool it looked cool. It's just that, yeah, I just stuck with, um, I just thought it was like, oh, it's not, it's just mediocre. I mean, it's not, it's not no NBA um, street, so I just stick with yeah. that. Yeah, because it definitely wasn't even like that level of, of extra, if you will. Oh, okay. All right. So what we got here, we got Brotherhood of Steel came out. This is the Fallout, it's part of the Fallout series, but it was just a console version. And, I never played it. I mean, I never heard of it until Fallout Three. Honestly, when I start looking up I was all Fallout say, games, until the expansion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So, I never knew of the like. There was a game that was on PlayStation Two. Um. Mm-hmm. But it was um. It got. What did it get rated? Uh, this. I don't think it was super great. You know. Yeah, sixty four on PS Two, sixty six on Xbox. Mm. Um, you're a game to get a three out of ten. Um, oh, wow. But IGN gave it a 7.5. Um, so I think it's more of an action RPG. I think that's what it was. Like it was, yeah. Um, Interplay Entertainment was, yeah, Darren, that was the um, publisher and developers for that, Darren Interplay. I remember them. <laughs> but yeah, they, uh, yeah, it was more of an isometric view type, well, top down. I was just like top down view action. Um, was it an RPG? I don't know. It's RPG. Uh, let me see. Previously location, but they still use the same mechanics of the entries of the fall series, including special. Yeah, I guess you can say that. Yeah, they got trippy stuff. I guess maybe it was probably closer to um, what's that game called? Um, I'm not if it's closer to like a Diablo esque kind of game. Um, uh, yeah. uh, but I mean, not so much just looting all the time, but mm. yeah, just just on that there or um, but not. Like, but definitely not like Baldur's Gate RPG, though. Not like that. It's more action. Uh, so yeah. Um, and what else we got here? We got, um, oh, this is the um, WB Games, uh, was formed. It was a division of WB, um, Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment, and um, I believe like the head of it. Was the V used to be the VP of Monolith, um, which was a game studio. Oh. Um, he left Monolith. He became the head of that and the start of WB Games. This is when it was first formed. Um, I wonder what the first game beginning was. Beginning of the end. What'd you say? Beginning of the end. Oh. Beginning of the end. Yeah. I wonder what the first game was um, made with them. Actually, I probably just looked that up. WB Games, come on, Wikipedia, Wikipedia page. See, history, blah, 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 blah. What? They don't have a list? They usually have a list of games 
on these yeah. sites, and the nobody did that. Game for the Monolith developed in conjunction with Warner Brothers was The Matrix Online. Da, 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 the first acquisition. The first title under Warner. Oh, here we go. Was a companion video game to the Pixar Disney Pixar film Cars Three, titled Cars Three: Driven to Win. What year was that? That's 2017. So that doesn't. No, oh, I, I got it. I found a list. I had to click okay. on it. Okay, it's another. It's another wiki page. Um, yeah, Matrix Online. Um, that was like you say with Monolith. Um, then I have friends, the one and all, the one with all the trivia. This is actually based on the TV show. Um, uh, so yes, I mean, mean they are, they are Warner Brothers, right? So, yeah, but, yeah, um, that's true. But the, I guess the one that really is the one, Justice League Heroes. I, and my friend has that game. Okay. And I played that game. That game's still going, isn't it? No, that's the um, single player game. That's the oh, game that's, that's like okay. uh, Marvel Marvel superheroes. The um, right. you know isometric um mm-hmm. yeah, yeah alliance yeah alliance Ultimate Marvel alliance, alliance. Yeah, yeah Ultimate Alliance yeah gotcha. um it wasn't as good as Ultimate Alliance but it was okay mm-hmm. that was when I learned about the Marvel villains and stuff because I mean I mean DC villains because I didn't really know them I never yeah. knew about Gorilla God because <laughs> I didn't watch I didn't watch Justice League um on Cartoon Network. Yeah. All right. Um, what else we got here? Oh, that's it. Uh, yeah, it was pretty short. I mean, it's January. Nothing really comes out. Yeah. In January, it's pretty quiet um, during this month. But you, you every, every now and then, but you might get like one, one heavy hitter or something, or maybe maybe two. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, because like last few years, Resident Evil has been coming out yeah. early. Um, this year you got Prince of Persia about to come out, which possibly could be a great game. Um, mm. I think there's something else coming out too this month, isn't it? Yeah, there's a couple of things I feel yeah. like that. So yeah, so you, you get you, you get some you get you get some special ones that come out every now and then in January. So um, I guess we take a quick break where we get back. We get to the gaming news. All right, and we're back. So let's get to the gaming news. What we got, Dan? All right, Dominic. So first up, you added this one, but I had seen this going around after after what happened, or or rather didn't happen. You had mentioned last week that there were some rumors that going around that uh, their EA could be showing off something at the national championship game for the NCAA football. You know, yeah, and yeah. It, it, there was nothing there, right? Nope, nothing. Yeah. So that rumor, whoever saw that rumor, can go to hell. <laughs> making gold bird in hell yeah the stuff that i saw uh, i don't know if he's a guy that is uh knows that guy that started it or whatever but he said you know from from what he had heard from that guy his sources were were pretty solid and it sounds like the game might still be coming out this year but it it very much feels like that's not going to be the case if you it, we're not ready to 
to showcase it at the championship game, right? Like, like that's just, the place to show that game off. That's what it feels like. But maybe, I mean, maybe they show it off somewhere else. But I just feel like just announcement, just something. Yeah. Like, not, not saying it had Jeff to be Keeley's a damn got commercial. Rights, Dominic. Not that it had to be a damn commercial doing the game, because some people say they watched the game and guys, people were pissed because it was a, it was a one-sided game. Um, they yeah. like uh, Michigan. Michigan just beat up on um, Washington, but. Um, hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't watch the whole game either, but I wasn't looking for that either. Um, NCAA stuff. I think I, I think I actually forgot about it. Honestly, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I was looking. Um, but I was thinking it's going to be something you know they post online anyway. So, um, but yeah, uh, just like just a oh, just like announcement or tweet, say hey, this game is coming. Like like yeah, like a Twitter announcement saying NCAA. Um, 20 uh what is this i must say 2014 um 2024 <laughs> um yeah. is is coming this year you know like in a, in a tweet or something you know uh mm-hmm. just that is announcing even though you have a cover store like have the silhouette of a cover star or something if you still don't have one yet um because yeah because you probably won't get your cover star until i mean technically you can get it now because down with the nil and everything but All right yeah um but it, you probably will wait in, probably close to the draft time to put their um to to actually maybe get the pick who's gonna be on the cover they usually do. Yeah. Um but you don't wanna announce it you don't really announce it close to draft time because that's usually NFL Madden be announced. Like mm. who's gonna be the cover around draft time. But I don't know. Yeah. I so so yeah, like you said, it, I mean if it is coming out this year, that's weird that they can just be at least put an announcement out there. Um yeah. at least um, with the uh, coincide with the the game, but whatever. Um, I, I, I told my friend that the way they fucked up Madden, uh, it's like I, it's like I wanted this for so long, but <laughs> I don't, I just don't trust that there it's going to be good, honestly. Yeah. Or they're going to add stuff that that's going to hurt me, my single player. Like I'm not going to be, play, I never played that game online. And I never will. So I feel like they're going to add some stuff that will mess up my experience as going through like just a the single player. Yeah. All right. So what else we got? All right, Dominic. We've also got some more bad news. Uh, it's, it's kind of unsurprising. I, I feel like the numbers may be a little surprising. Twitch is like Yeah, the, off, the number uh, was surprising for me, Dan. I feel like that's everybody. Yeah. I, I, would, I would think you guys <laughs> people work there. I would say probably in the hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Amazon has laid off 35% of the Twitch staff. This goes along with, uh, I believe, Amazon also let go of some people in their like, prime video streaming segment as well. Um, so people are estimating that to be about 500 people from Twitch. Like you said, like I, if you asked me how many people worked at Twitch, I probably would have thought less than 500. Yeah. Um, so for that to only be 35% of their staff would, would kind of be incredible, but regardless of numbers, like here we are again, same old song and dance. Uh, in fact, going through and, you know, we're going to do the year in review stuff from last year. There, there's <laughs> mentions of layoffs at Twitch last year. And I feel like there were actually several times where we had those conversations. Um, but I think there was only one entry that I put on here. But yeah, I, I mean, here we are again, these companies, especially like 
uh, Twitch is even different from like a video game studio, right? Like Twitch, I feel like was part of the whole tech scene where it's like, all right, COVID has everybody at home. We're seeing exponential growth. We're going to bring in all these people to cover that. And, you know, whether their intentions the entire time were okay, when, when things go down, we'll just let them go or we don't anticipate them going down, whatever it ends up being, you know, this is the unfortunate result of that. And, and you're seeing several hundreds of people losing their jobs, which is, is just the situation. Yeah, for that many people, like, it's, yeah, that's all I know. It's like, what's the, what was happening at Twitch that you had this many people on staff and now you have to let them all go. Yeah. Yeah. What what roles were they filling yeah, to begin yeah. What with? Was, yeah, and then what 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 happened? And then what happened? Yeah. Like like what, what exactly happened that those roles are not needed anymore? People got to go outside and touch grass, Dominic. That's what happened. <laughs> they stopped watching Twitch ninety nine percent of their day. I don't I, I mean that's that's all it seems like to me is like there was just like that huge influx when people were stuck at home, you know. Yeah, kids doing school on Zoom and on the other window they had Twitch open, I'm sure, watching, you know, Ninja or so whoever's cool. I'm saying but the so the employees there are like, like I just I just want to know what they do cuz I I'm curious. I'm curious what exactly do they do cuz I know are they just the people who monitor the the make sure things are running? And on Twitch, oh, right? Yeah, like yeah, wh- that's a good question. Like, how many people do you even need to run that company? What is? That's what, why I was what very what confused when I was that many people because yeah. I was like, I I just thought you were more of like I mean you you hold the servers and stuff. I mean I'm sure yeah you need people right. behind the scenes. I mean I I don't fully understand. But, but even I, then, like you would think the the server stuff, especially being owned by Amazon, would be a back end thing that. Amazon proper like AWS would be handling it's not even them necessarily and obviously you need to have like community outreach people so like keeping your streamers happy and stuff like that but with as as unhappy as some of those people sound you know before even this round of stuff like doesn't sound like there were a lot of people doing that work you know yeah yeah, that and what? Well, are, are these people just monitoring? Are these monitors or something? Uh, and like, yeah, I, I'm curious what those jobs were there because yeah. I just didn't think it would be a lot of people for the background of Twitch. But yeah. like I said, it seems I, like I, a I, thing that could be run very lean. Yeah, because it feels like it is. Yeah, because because most of the content is being produced by someone else. Yeah. So yeah, no, that makes that makes a lot of. I mean, makes sense to me that they shouldn't be that big of a company, but clearly they uh, they feel otherwise. So yeah, because that's only thirty five percent of them. <laughs> it's wild, right? Like, yeah, I mean, thirty five percent of a company is big. I mean, that's big. That is, but big, I just but but thirty five. Yeah, but like if you said. 35 said if you just said didn't tell me the number of people said 35 percent of twitch was gone i would just been like oh it was only probably like um freaking 50 people that work there or something yeah so i mean yeah i mean it's it's gonna be it's like yeah it's gonna be a big number we don't don't have as many people that that work there but no now you tell me that's 500 people that's ridiculous 
I was like, good God, yeah. I didn't realize that Twitch had that that was that big a company. Yeah. I mean, they're running conventions, I guess. So, like, I guess there's a lot of people, like, having to organize those things and, and stuff yeah. like that. But, yeah, even then, 500 people only being 35% of their their staff is is wild. So. All right, Dominic, next up. This is a story that's kind of been an ongoing thing, but is is more recently caught some attention in a negative way for Capcom. They have this new Enigma DRM system that they've been implementing into some of their back catalog of games. Um, more recently, one that caught everybody's eye was Resident Evil Revelations, because apparently as a result of this, they it was suffering from performance issues, which we've seen happen in the past with this DRM stuff. You you're making the computer do more stuff in the background. That's taking away resources from the actual game running and poof. There you go. That's why, you know, people hate DeNovo. And so it, 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 it sounds like Capcom is doing this in kind of a, retaliation to like the mod community that's going around for their games. Apparently they're, they're taking some sort of exception to that. Um, I had seen it quoted in an article on Polygon that it's reputational damage that, that can be caused by mods. And, you know, there's a relatively, I guess, famous example of, or infamous example of this or relatively recently last year at a, uh, fighting tournament for street fighter where someone unofficial unofficial yes an unofficial uh street fighter tournament uh one of the organizers apparently had left uh one of the mods enabled during one of the fights and uh when it loaded up the screen uh one of the characters was naked uh, and it, it <laughs> so, was weird because i was what i was reading is that it's possibly just the viewer, like the people who are actually playing didn't see that. But it was through hmm. a a watcher where I guess you can watch people play and they can play if you have a mod, they'll play they'll have the mod. Oh, I wonder if it's kind of like what my understanding is like with Dota 2 they basically like saved the in-game data instead of the actual video of a match. And then it would play back through your game engine. So yeah, like I could see something like that happening. If, if that's something they have, I mean, that's what somebody said. I'm not sure if that's exactly the case, but I I was thinking like, Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, that's, but then I wondered like, but they say they stopped the, uh, the tournament. Um, I mean, they stopped it and then reloaded. So I'm thinking, like, yeah. why they stop it then? Because those guys, right. they they don't see it. If they if they didn't see it, why why would they why would they stop this? Let them play. Um, yeah. But I don't know. So I could yeah. see how Capcom could look at that and go like, oh, people might think that this is you know what our game is, and and you know that's not great. And obviously, we've seen different calibers of mods you know there's some some work that's incredible and you wonder like how did this game exist without this mod and then there's others that are just super janky yeah um 
it's also been indicated that that could be a burden on customer support. You know, you, you get people who aren't familiar with the stuff and go, Hey, my game's not working. And then you go like, yeah, do you have any extra things installed? And they're like, no. And it's like, what's this, you know, that kind of stuff. I, I get that. But at the same time, uh, you can address that, you, you know, you, sorry, sorry, this isn't our problem. Goodbye. Hang up. Um, that, but yeah, I'm th- and maybe like, that's where the other, reputational what other, what other game studios do. What do they do? I think <laughs> they pretty much do the same thing. Um, but that, so that's the thing, right? Is like, I, I saw a lot of people. Cause uh, when you told me about this story, I started looking into like what people were saying about it. And some people I was reading on Reddit made a good point. Like, it should it should kind of be illegal to do this after the fact. Like, it's one thing if I'm buying a game knowing that DRM is in the game. But if I picked up, like, Resident Evil Revelations years ago, which I did, and then now I'm playing basically an inferior version of it because you've decided that you need to put this DR... Oh, excuse me. You need to put this DRM in there, like... That's that's messing with my ability yeah, to that, enjoy this that, game. Yeah, potentially. you know what? And that's a good point. That's a good point. And if you don't give me any sort of ability to get a refund or or sell the game, which I can because it's a digital thing, like yeah, you, you put me in a very bad position. One that as a consumer, I am more far more concerned about than your position as a company worrying about these mods. So like, yeah, especially yeah, single player games, like it don't freaking matter. Uh-huh. And, and and then even if it's a Capcom, it's like, dude, like I got, I say, wait a minute, I got this game. Cause I thought I could do this stuff. Um, unless there's something mm-hmm. in your agreement saying you're not allowed to, um, do this well let's not go down that route Dom, because oh, yeah. they probably do have that stuff in there but it's too small <laughs> in those you agreements put, it should have been it should have been um the bigger font should have been bolded <laughs> in at the yeah. top yep in red like it probably is yeah it probably is. but then you know what if it is then that, that should be enough <laughs> that should be enough in that you can do what you gotta do but don't put no freaking um drm in there just this exactly yes take me to court yeah damn it damn <laughs> yeah but that's that's a real bad i i don't like i mean we saw last year i think or maybe it was two years ago the the deal between nintendo and de novo too like i i don't like that we are moving more in that direction than the direction that we were seemingly maybe lightly going in when cd project red you know announced that all the stuff on gog was going to be drm free basically yeah yeah, that's, uh, I don't like this world. I don't like this world. This is this is the problem with digital. I mean, that's the that's the thing. It's always been about access. Like it, as far as piracy goes, like there's always going to be some base level of it that's going to exist. But the harder you make make it for people to get a game legally and play a game legally it's just going to motivate people to, to pirate stuff. I mean, like that's the conversations you're seeing around like all these streaming services now as prices go up. And now I have to have Peacock for the football game. And I got to have Hulu for this thing. And I got to have Disney plus for this thing, even though they're the same company and I got to have Netflix and I get to, you know, we're back at the point where we were with cable. So like people were starting to pirate stuff then, 
why would you think that's not an option for them to do it now? You know, and, and that's what I'm seeing a lot of more people talking about. Whereas, you know, there was Napster out there, but Napster pretty quickly went away when iTunes came around and, and they just made it extremely easy for you to get music. And then, you know, Spotify came along and, it's not like that's the crazy thing. Right. And you can talk about like artists making money and stuff. I'm not going to get into that. You know, that's something that, that should be addressed if it's not the case, but like Spotify exists, right? It's got the catalog for the majority of music that people want to listen to. Sure. There are some holdouts and there are some people that even drop their, their, their stuff, you know, following like Joe Rogan stuff, but like, Spotify or even Apple music, like they have similar catalogs. You don't have too many people for a while there. What like the Beatles were exclusive to Apple or something like that, but that fell through eventually, but you don't have that in streaming anymore. Now at one point you had Netflix. That was the place that had everything because that was the only place that existed. But now you've got each studio wanting to be so greedy that they need their own thing you don't see that with the music industry to i mean surprisingly as greedy as they can be too you don't have warner brothers music saying okay my stuff is going to be on the warner service and you don't have you know def jam records being like only our stuff's going to be over here yeah it's it's wild to me that we're letting these these movie companies get away with this stuff when we i don't know if we can say we didn't let them get away with it with the music but like they didn't try it with the music you know what i mean yeah like, i know exactly what, what you mean. why why <laughs> why is this getting so bad <sighs> yeah and, i mean, and, and then, I mean basically that, i guess what i'm that, asking is when only, do they do that to music and that's the only argument for the physical as far as movies, anyway, because games, yeah. like we like we we discussed multiple times, is that that's just a disc. Yeah. Like a lot of times, a lot of times it's just a disc. It's a disc and a license. Yeah, and 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 if it is a game on there, it's probably the worst imaginable game. I mean, it's it's, it's the it's the worst <laughs> of it. It is the worst version. iteration of that yeah, game. Yeah, it's the worst version of that game. In most cases, there's only a rare, only a rare cases where it's like, oh, they did an update that ruined something. You know, that it's just yeah. rare. Um, but yeah, which it's actually funny because I, I was listening to somebody talk about like the players' choice titles for like Nintendo and Sony back in the day when they would put out the red band and the yellow band yeah. copies, and they indicated that oh yeah, that was also the time when they would add like patches and stuff into things. And it's so funny for me to think about now because I always thought about those as like inferior versions of the game when in reality, the technical aspects of those games were probably better. Yeah. I just didn't like the box art being besmirched <laughs> by some little banner, you know? Yeah. they The box art was pretty yeah, bad. I never took that into consideration. That was, that was kind of a cool tidbit to find out. Well, you can say this about the... Um uh well see that's that was another version of the game though that wasn't a patch um yeah. 
like Grand Theft Auto, uh, Vi- me not Vice City, um, San Andreas with them take out the hot coffee bottle. Oh yeah, hot coffee. Yeah, yeah, but you had to get. It wasn't no patch, you know. It was just you had a the newer game, the newer version you bought from yeah. the store didn't have it. I wonder if that's a thing that like still sells online at an extremely high price. Oh, just like, can that- I get a copy of the hot coffee? coffee yeah, I was, I was I was disappointed, Daniel, when I finally saw it. <laughs> I mean, you should be. Disappointed. <laughs> uh, I don't. Oh, the like, XXX version. Like they, they could have had. And honestly, they could have had that in the game, and it would have been all right. It just became I, big because really they hit it. Would have. <laughs> they just because it was the most absurd thing. Like yeah. they had their clothes on. It was just so. It was like you. Yeah, it's just that they they hit it. That's why. So much dry humping, Dominic. Gamers were not ready. <laughs> now the things they see in games. Man, they Jesus. got penises out there. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dominic. So that is what I had for news this week. Uh, if you're good, we'll jump into our recap of the news from 2023. Yeah, let's do that. All right, so in January, we had, uh, speaking of layoffs, Microsoft basically gutting 343, and basically across the company, but it sounded like 343 kind of got a brunt of that. That's when we started hearing rumblings that, you know, maybe three, uh, that maybe Halo was going to get outsourced a little more to some other companies. We haven't really seen anything in regard to that, Mm. whether that be true or not. You know, there were some rumors of a Halo uh, uh, PUBG-like, a um, Battle Royale game that we still haven't seen anything of. Which which, which we don't need to. I think think the (laughs) Battle Royale stuff, I think that's it. What we got is what it is. You're right. It needs to be an extraction thing. Yeah. (laughs) That's what we moved on to. We got to do one of those. And we also saw the announcement of the shutdown of several games, including Marvel's Avengers from Crystal Dynamics, as well as Rumbleverse from Iron Galaxy and EA's Knockout City. All of those just kind of came in quick succession with, you know, the, the, the actual ending of support for Marvel's Avengers coming a, l- a couple of months later. But this is when we found out about it. And yeah, this was when kind of the live service bloom came off the rose. Like this was our first indication that, oh, yeah, this is this is a market that's only so big and is only going to satisfy so many people, you know? Yeah, exactly. It, oh, it's um, sorry. I was leaning back. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's and that's what I'm saying is like that. It, it can't grow like it's not going to yeah. grow. With that, well, Knockout City wasn't, uh, but that was just that was a cool game. The um, was mm-hmm. the that was the um, I say volleyball, the um, dodgeball one, right? Dodgeball one, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was all right. It's just the space though for those crazy zany games, even those kind of games, man. It's like it's it's limited. It's it's limited, yeah. man. And you know, you just gotta um, like you know, people are still playing Among Us. People are still. They had, hey Fallout guys actually got a, like they were down and then they got a growth, um, yeah, and 
Then, um, because even my um uh, my sister, she still be playing that sometimes. Um, Fallout oh, guys yeah. with her daughter. So nice. It, Same here. It's yeah, and then I mean, of course, you got I mean the the biggest one, um, Fortnite and Apex Legends. You know, um, and yeah. then I mean Apex Legends, and I put I, I kind of put Apex Legends with um. Modern Warfare is a more of the serious kind of, you know, more ex- extreme mm. and older crowd. I mean, I mean, even though it's still younger people playing it, but you don't, I don't think of certain people like playing it. Like, uh, like this, my, my sister's daughter is not never going to play it, and I don't think your your daughter's <laughs> going to be playing Modern Warfare. But no. um, but it's yes, but it, it's um, yeah, it's just you gotta. I mean, you gotta grab them. Like if you don't grab them ahead of time, you're not gonna get that market and then it all depends what you're going for in that market too like what what is the expectations like yeah. um of that game i guess and from not gonna say i can see because it looks like they put a lot to that game so it seems like even if they made some money they had to be making probably a certain amount of money if it was worth to keep it up and running you know having people having those guys you know keep it going and i'm um, supporting it it probably mm-hmm. wasn't just enough to do that uh, Rumbleverse, man, that's just yeah, whatever. Uh, I mean, they just missed a boat. Yeah. All right. Next up in February, Dominic, we had Microsoft and Nintendo announcing that they were going to partner up for ten years of Call of Duty support, uh, beginning eventually, I guess, because obviously we have not seen a uh, Call of Duty on the Switch yet, nope. but we did just finally get that deal closed, so. Microsoft yeah, exactly. doesn't have that ability. That deal took longer than it's supposed to have because of certain people. <laughs> we'll get there, Dominic. I will be interested to see if we end up seeing a Call of Duty game as a launch title for the Switch 2, if that does end up being a thing this year. Um, even not so much, obviously, like Microsoft isn't going to have the ability to get a game out within the next, let's say six to eight months, um, a call of duty game. But I wonder if that was something that was potentially in the works that they call can, of duty light. They can call it to make. <laughs> well, people, uh, people did speculate that they, you, they could potentially put call of duty mobile on the switch, even, you know, base switch. So, We'll see if that ever comes to fruition. I don't know that there's enough market there for them to worry about that. Cause I think they even, they put out apex legends for the switch, but I feel like they eventually ended support for that as well. So that same month we had Shinji Mikami leaving Tango Gameworks. That was, you know, shortly after we found out about hi-fi rush, yeah. as you had mentioned. Um, so that was kind of surprising it's uh, still kind of surprising that we haven't really heard about what Shinji Mikami is going to potentially do, but uh, tangentially related. We'll talk about some other news later. Um, we also had the announcement of Mortal Kombat 12 coming unceremoniously from a Warner Brothers earnings call, basically. Uh, we already knew it was happening effectively, but for its first official, you know, announcement to be from an earnings call is, is pretty sad. Yeah. We also had the Wolf Among Us 2 being delayed out of 2023. It's it's kind of hard to believe that that happened so early in the year. I I forgot that that was such old news. 
but you know, with uh, some struggles we see later on out of Telltale, that's not necessarily surprising, I guess. Telltale. <laughs> oh, Telltale. Was it Telltale? Telltale. Yeah. Yeah. Telltale is the the Lego people, right? They are or Traveler's Traveler's, Traveler's, Traveler's Tale. Is, yeah. yeah. All right, March, we found out the launch date of Starfield, September 6th. Did that end up actually getting pushed out from there, or did it come out in September? I can't remember now. It came out September, because, okay, it came out before Spider-Man. Right, yeah, so, yeah, it did end up coming out September 6th. Okay. We had that. We had the announcement of Lego 2K Drive that feels like it went as quickly as it came. Uh, you know, that that even became a PlayStation Plus free game like before the end of Damn, the year. And it just got or announced. At the very beginning and it just of this got announced year. that year. Dear God. Yep. <laughs> it got announced and released within, you know, it was, annou- it was announced and then released in May. And then I think in January, it was the PlayStation Plus game. We also had the announcement of Counter-Strike 2, that it would be coming out in summer, and that did end up happening. I don't know that anything is really going on with that. I guess I've never been part of the Counter-Strike community, so I don't know whether that ended up being a good thing or a bad thing. This is also when we found out that the open beta, as they were calling it, of multiverses was going to come to an end. Hey, is that coming back? Potential. <laughs> ah, that's the potential relaunching of that in sometime in 2024, maybe. Oh, uh, dude, that should have been one of our uh, predictions. I'm going to say no. <laughs> Whether it's I coming back no. or not. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm firmly on the same side. Uh, we've seen what Warner Brothers has been doing across the board. So unless they're going to add like uh, Joanna and Chip or whatever, the, the DIY guys to the game, I don't, I don't know they're going to do anything with that. All right. This is also when we found out that E3 was not going to be happening in 2023. Not uh, gone, but not quite dead at that point, yeah. even though I think all the writing was on the wall at that point. Um yeah, the, body, the body was in the casket, but news. it wasn't. They didn't burn it. It was. He was still. Yeah. yeah, they were still alive though. We were just, but then um. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, we didn't bury just it. Yeah. Clawing and scratching at the roof. <laughs> All right, in April is when we first heard some leaks of Sony's Project Q Lite, which ended up being the PlayStation Portal. We'll, Portal. We'll talk about that a little more later. Media Molecule also announced the end of support for Dreams. So, that is, uh, you know, can't make games on your PlayStation anymore. Darn dreams, yeah. Yeah. We also found out that Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League was going to be delayed for effectively a year into February of 2024. It's almost here. It's almost here. Did you see that screenshot of the game, Dominic, that has, like, the HUD elements on it? No, I didn't see that. It is, like, just... It's like Fortnite bar. Yeah. Yeah. It's like bar and word vomit everywhere. There's just like so many elements on top of, uh, of the game that it's just, it's too much. Um, it's not like a live service game. What's that? It's just, it's just supposed to be a multiplayer game, right? Well, yeah, it's a, it's, 
it's a multiplayer live service. Like they're saying they don't want to call it a live service game, but it's effectively a live service game. No, but it's I mean, not. I mean, live service as in like it shouldn't be a whole bunch of like, oh, like today, like get these. You can get um, these coins for for this many prices, and you know, I, how I think Fortnite it might had be, it. like how Fortnite had I, had this stuff. I think it might be. That, that's ridiculous. I, I, that's not even the. That's not even the game. Like that. That's more the the menu stuff. But like oh, the gameplay oh, oh, stuff. Okay, is, what, what, what are we talking about then? Yeah, let me let me bring up the picture for you if I can find it. Justice League. Suicide Squad. How many playing the Warriors? Gameplay screen. Shout. Of course, the why would I even click on the official media from the open critic? Like, that's going to have it. Uh, we've seen that one before. That's the loadout screen that looks like the uh, Destiny one, basically. Where is this new one? I would think it would be at the top of this list since it was relatively recently. It was, it was this week, you know. Da, 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 da. Come on. Say January 2024. January. No. This, uh, this might be what I want. Do you not have a picture of it? Or are you just writing an article about it but not showing it? You don't want to get sued. I see how it is. Taking me to 4chan, Dominic. Man, I'm just looking no. at um the finals. And it's, it's, it sounds like it's Apex Legends and mixed with Overwatch. Yeah. It, I, I've heard very positive things about that game. And yeah, I do. Oh. Technically, I have it downloaded. I just... I'm just, it seems like they wiped this uh, this screenshot off the internet, Dominic. Oh my god! I mean, I know it's here somewhere, but I don't know that I'm gonna be able to find it. But oh, there's fine. just like so many gauges and bars and. Oh, this is on actual gameplay, like the gameplay. Yeah, the actual, yeah, okay. the actual gameplay stuff. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sucks. But yeah, yeah, that's that's too much. Yeah, especially when, you know, it's, the focus should be on the action. It shouldn't be about, like, this thing happening over here and this over here. And Yeah. Anyway, if I find that, I'll send it to you later. But like, like the podcast. Like, you're some Iron Man. Like, you're, y'all, you're in an Iron Man suit or something. <laughs> exactly. It's like that. Uh, this is in April is when we also found out that Tears of the Kingdom was going to be happening, releasing on May 12th. Um, so this must have been also when the Queen died because, you know, we... We were going to get that trailer, and then it got delayed like a week because of that. Oh, yeah. Or no, that's when we found out the title of the game. So maybe that was different. Ruins uh, this is Ruins also everything. when the shit show around Redfall started because we found out that it was only going to release at 30 frames per second and that the you know the, uh, the performance mode was going to come at a later time. So these were the first signs. We also had some Did pretty big acquisitions. Did the performance mode ever come? 
Yeah, I think that came as okay. part of the ah, crap. Hold on, man. The the patch. Yep.
Okay, I'm back. I'm sorry. Okay. So where were we? All right. You ready? Yeah. Yeah, so they they did eventually release that uh, 60 frame performance uh, patch for Redfall. That was in like October or something, I think. Um, Along with that big update that they did. See, I told you, Dominic, we got to go back to Redfall. We got to reconsider it. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Everybody's wanting to do the work. He's game journalist now. And now my friend got a bad game. He does have a a Xbox Series X before he picked it. Uh, So. Oh, yeah. uh, I might can just try to get him to play with him with it. Yeah. All right. Next up in April, Dominic, a couple of acquisitions, including Atari picking up the Bubsy license. So maybe we'll get a new good Bubsy game. And uh, Sega acquired Rovio, the Angry Birds studio, which that one was kind of surprising to me. Yeah, I so. yeah, that was that is surprising. Wonder if they've done any like Sonic tie-in with that game yet? Or I feel not, like I would have saw first. that though. I do follow- exactly. I yeah. feel like it would have been bigger news. Uh huh. So you're on you're on uh, Sonic Twitter, Dominic. Yeah, I follow him. One of those perverts. No, no he's not a pervert. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that the people who might be responding, replying, oh, people on the replies are definitely yeah. yeah. Can't go anywhere on that site anymore. All right, this is also when we found out that Vice's uh, Waypoint website was going to be shutting down in July, so that was unfortunate. I know a lot of those guys from Waypoint have moved on to to different things at this point, though. Um, Gorilla also announced that they are working on more Aloy games, so you know, perfect time for you to get back into this, Dominic. Yep. There's going to be more on the horizon. Yep. And this is when we found out that the UK's CMA was going to attempt to block Microsoft from acquiring Activision yeah, Blizzard King, citing their concerns over future streaming competition. You know, still mad about the Tea Party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In May is when we found out about the ROG Ally. That's when they announced the competitor to the Steam Deck. So that's when it really was like, okay, we're going to start seeing like some real competition in the space. Like, obviously, we talked last week about like the GPD Wind and, 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 makers like that that have kind of been in this space but these are a little more affordable than those they're also these are also not quite as powerful in some cases as those um but it definitely seems like this is a market that is starting to emerge now we're seeing more pc hardware makers get into this space including msi that we talked about last week uh this is also when redfall released and uh phil spencer had to go out there on the podcast circuit and and make his apologies uh yeah that's what, he, game what did he exactly apologize for just just to for it being bad you know yeah, like, uh, basically like, saying like, like we expected it to review better and, uh, oh. and be a better game even the reviews and uh, stuff come on man that's all opinionated yeah, but it, but they had but they had its they, problems though. They had other it did. problems. Yeah, that wasn't just I, about the game I, being bad. I mean, it was like bad yeah. as in like bugs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I, I really hope that game is in a better state now. And I hope somebody's still working on that to, to maybe get it to uh, a place where they could be more proud of it. Uh, this is also when we found out that the, the EU approved the Microsoft Activision deal. So, you know, had the UK still been a part of that, maybe we could have got these games a little quicker on Game Pass. But, you know, they, they had to screw everything up with Brexit, Dominic. Yeah, exactly. This is also when we got the PlayStation Showcase for the year. This is when we found out about Metal Gear Solid Delta, Alan Wake 2, and Bungie's new extraction shooter, Marathon. Going back to their roots a little bit. And we also found out about the MetaQuest 3 that was coming this fall and was going to have higher resolution, slimmer, and AR, which of course that thing did release and has all of those things. But also doesn't sound like it's as big of an upgrade as, you know, some people may have wanted. So, especially for the price that it ended up coming out at. In June, we kicked that off with Summer Game Fest, Jeff Keighley's show replacing E3. Uh, this is when we first found out about Prince Persia, The Lost, Lost Crown, Mortal Kombat 1, as it came to be known, Sonic Superstars, the Mario Wonder Killer, of course, and Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. We we knew that was coming as some form or fashion, but we I don't think at that point we had known the title, and we also did not know that it was coming in early 2024 on two discs, Dominic. Yeah, two discs. As yeah. everyone was excited it's crazy. about. It, it, this, <laughs> I'm just so surprised that people were excited <laughs> about that. That's the surprising thing. Uh, people are monsters, Dominic. That's, that's all I can like, say. Like, I've been bitching about disc and then they, mm-hmm. now they're all like oh wow that means this game is huge and that's like so much content <sighs> meanwhile i'm gonna be playing it digitally and it's gonna be seven thousand gigabytes yeah i'm and, mad and, about and, that and not because you know what it's, it's some things are not because it's huge it's because they didn't know I could, yeah. they didn't feel like compressing it <laughs> <laughs> metal gear solid i'm looking at you metal gear solid four um yeah, and like, not to not to besmirch the good name of Prince of Persia, but like that demo that I downloaded on the PC was eleven gigs. Why'd that need to be eleven gigs? Though? <laughs> eleven gigs, anyway. Like for some games that are that's a whole game. Like for those, yeah. like those type of games, like like smaller mm-hmm. games. At least I mean, I guess you could say because of the graphically, it, it's yeah, maybe it needs more. But I mean. I've been seeing games like, you know, kind of the 2D side-scrolling Metrovania that they probably may not look as good, but it it's yeah. still, you know, those type of games. And as long 11 gigs will be the whole game. And that's what I'm wondering if this does include the whole game, but because it's like a weird cutout of the game, I don't think it's going to have the ability for me to like continue from, from where I stop in the demo. So yeah. I, I just don't know what they're doing there. I mean, I guess maybe they still need all the assets. Oh, no, nah, man. That game going to probably so. be 50 gigs. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hope not. Uh, I do not have the space for that. All right. Next up, Dominic, was the Microsoft Showcase, where we finally saw Fable again, except it was in CG trailer form still. We also saw Star Wars Outlaws, Avowed, and Clockwork Revolution, which is a game that I had completely forgotten about until i was reviewing our old notes from those shows now about and went, um, oh yeah that game looked cool fable i mean it was they said it was in game though engine 
Yeah, they did. So that's so all. We'll don't, see. Don't be smirched at Daniel. Don't 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 <laughs> put it down. That's in game. So, so I don't know. Yeah. Me, 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 at, no, that's what they said. But I, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how good it looks. I hope it does, man. Hope it does. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. For those Xbox right, next people, up. for the Xbox can kick those um, Sony Sony um, fans in the face. Sony ponies. The ponies, <laughs> yes, the ponies. I keep again the the slur for um yeah. The, 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 yeah, I forget again the slur, but it's for the PlayStation fans. <laughs> All right, this is when the Microsoft FTC case kicked off because America was pushing back a little bit on this uh, Activision yeah. you know, uh, acquisition as yeah, well. Tra- traders. We um, call them traders. <laughs> <laughs> this is also when we had the Nintendo Direct showing off uh, Super Mario RPG. At that point, an unnamed Princess Peach game, Luigi's Mansion, Dark of the Moon, WarioWare Move It, and... Most importantly, Super Mario Wonder was shown off for the first time. In July, we had Microsoft defeating the FTC, taking them down a notch. Tell them they had nothing to worry about. We're going to give them Call of Duty all they want. Defeat in America since like the Civil War. Yes, that's what it was. (laughs) (laughs) This is also when Major Nelson announced that he was leaving Xbox. End of an era, Dominic. Uh, We also had EA announcing a Black Panther game from the uh, some some former Shadow of Mordor alumni at a studio called Cliffhanger Games. That is in addition to the Black Panther Captain America game that had previously been announced as well. And this is after after that case and after Microsoft handedly, you know, gave America its own ass back. Uh, Sony finally settled for 10 years of Call of Duty support because they knew they didn't have anything else to go off of after that. It's just amazing because it's almost look, looking at this is like they shouldn't have to do that. <laughs> Like yeah. Microsoft shouldn't have shouldn't. to have to give a game support on these other consoles because they buy a company. Like what? And, it's just yeah. weird. And it's not really news, so I kind of forgot about it. And it's going to be kind of lost in this section. But there were some rumors going around earlier this week that Microsoft is going to be putting out some of its titles on other consoles. Um, some immediate speculation went to Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah, on I saw that too. But I never got anything official from them yet. No, so there's that's what nothing I'm official. For. Yeah, I want to wait for them to say I, something. I don't know if... Has it been announced? Uh, I think Microsoft may have announced that they're doing a developer showcase next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are. Yes, it's up January there. 18th. Yeah. It's on their website. Um, yeah, and that's going to allegedly include some some uh, talk about the Machine Games Indiana Jones game. Oh, so that's what's that up. that could be cool. I'm I'm excited about that specifically because it's Machine Games, not so much the Indiana Jones part. I could take that or leave that, but, you know, those... Those Wolfenstein games are pretty awesome. Also, Ninja Theory. Hopefully, we'll finally get a release date for Senua's Sacrifice, Obsidian showing off stuff. Uh, you know that should be avowed. So, hopefully, we'll get some some really cool stuff out of that. Should have that for next episode. So, there's that. Um, 
I wonder how Hi-Fi Rush would run on a Switch. That would be my concern if that that turns out to be true. All right. Speaking of Microsoft, though, Dominic, this is also when we found out that Xbox Live was going to be rebranded very poorly to Game Pass Core. Yeah. I, I still feel that to be true. I, I really don't like what they did there. Um, we also found out that Final Fantasy XIV was coming to the Xbox in spring of this year, 2024. And this is surprisingly the first time where layoffs are going to be brought up. Dominic CD Projekt Red laid off 9% of their staff in July. Well, layoffs I, actually started at the beginning of the year. They, it was, uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah with the Microsoft then, stuff. Yeah. It was a nice little break. <laughs> there was. <laughs> yeah, because I was between that and the Microsoft stuff, I expected it to come up a lot more often because it felt like every week we were talking about, especially the Microsoft stuff. Um, but it, it really didn't as much as I thought. And as we get now into the end of the year, we are going to start seeing these layoffs uh, popping up a little more frequently, unfortunately. In August is when we found out that Red Red Redemption was going to be coming to the Switch and also the PS4, but not the PC for some reason. Still, still lacking a PC port for that game somehow. We also got Quake 2 Enhanced uh, announcing and releasing. That is the one with all the beautiful ray tracing. And the first time that we saw the PS5 Slim, and we weren't totally sure if it was a real picture or not. And we eventually found out in the next couple of months that it was, in fact, the real, the real deal. Uh, this is also when Microsoft made a deal with Ubisoft to sell their streaming rights in the UK, basically to appease the CMA so they could get their deal through. So now Ubisoft is in control of that stuff. We also had Charles Martinet stepping down as the voice actor for Mario, becoming a Mario ambassador, as they now call him. We also saw by it. I was wondering, yeah. what, what does he do? What does, what does that even mean? <laughs> he goes around and does the voice still. <laughs> That's what he does. He indoctrinates people, sells the Mario games, Dominic. Like there's anybody in this world that doesn't know a Mario at this point. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, BioWare lays off 20% of its staff, uh, basically about 50 people out of their 250-person studio. See, now, like you look at that. Uh, Bioware, a, a studio that makes gigantic RPG They only games. have 250 people. 250 people. Twitch, somewhere in the thousands, apparently. Yeah. Just wild. Wild. Uh, yeah, I just want to know for the Twitch platform. I, I, yeah, I just want to know what those people did. I just didn't think it'd take that much. It was for, actually streaming partners. They just let a whole that, bunch of that's all, I, I was going to make that joke. <laughs> I was going to make the joke and say, but it's well, kind of distasteful. Yeah, I was going. What? what oh, that's not the reason why. I, I think I forgot. Okay. But yeah, because that's what I was thinking. It's like, are they are they talking about the Twitch partners? Is that what it is? Is that are they doing that? Because yeah. yeah, it's just a lot of people. I didn't realize how many people were. I, yeah. Still not sure that I believe it. All right. This is also when we had opening night live, the Gamescom Jeff Keighley show. That was basically just a lot of release dates for things. I don't know that we got anything particularly new out of there, but that's when we found out that 
Tekken 8 was coming out this year. Also, Alan Wake was coming out last year around Halloween. All right. We also had Volition getting shut down, unfortunately, following Saints Row, you know, not performing particularly great. And also when we found out that PlayStation was going to raise the prices for all of their PlayStation Plus levels. So in September is when we had Unity just falling flat on its face and and trying to instill these install fees and everyone basically pushing back against that. They kind of walked that back a little bit and I think basically permanently damaged their reputation with the, the video game developer community. So good luck and Godspeed to them, I guess. Uh, we also got a Nintendo Direct. This is when we got a couple more new announcements. Mario versus Donkey Kong remake coming. Uh, F-Zero 99, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door remake happening. And the Princess Peach game got its title, Princess Peach Showtime. During September, we also got a Sony State of Play. Uh, saw that game Baby Steps, where the grown yeah. ass man is yeah, really, yeah, struggling I'm to play walk. That game. Yeah, <laughs> kind of reminds me of me when I get up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> we also saw more of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, uh, some other stuff there, but nothing. There's got to be like some DLC called game. Afterbirth, oh, uh, but what, which is already done. I know. I was going to say they already did that with Binding of Isaac. Yeah. I guess, so. All right, next up, Division was announced. Uh, Division 3 was announced via Twitter. <laughs> Again, on some ceremonious uh, game announcements this year was kind of a trend. Um, Microsoft was granted preliminary approval by the CMA for their acquisition of Activision. So they finally, you know, kind of yep. won over there. Yep. Be, be, and this is the when they were saying again. like, Oh yeah, it's going to be finished by October 18th. And then that kept getting delayed and delayed. But this was also when we had Microsoft leaking all of their own documents. And, uh, you know, we found out about stuff like the potential for an oblivion and fallout three met remasters, as well as their new console refreshes that will seemingly be all digital if they follow through with those plans. And yeah. And then you had Hideki Kamiya leaving platinum games. So I know there's a lot of speculation that him and uh, a guy, um, a guy from Tango Gameworks that we talked about earlier, uh, Shinji Mikami possibly hooking back up and it doesn't seem like that's happened just yet at least. So I, I do wonder what happens to those guys. You know, they, they created some pretty prolific, uh, series. So yeah, we shall see. Uh, we also had Jim Ryan leaving Sony, you know, Microsoft got their win and Jim couldn't handle it. So just a coincidence, Daniel, yeah. as the, the ponies yeah. have said, I'm sure. Uh, we also had Sega canceling Hyenas, a game that everyone had already forgotten about by that point anyway. I still don't remember. I don't remember game. what it was. Rest in peace. What, is it, what was it about? Uh, it was a heist live service. It was oh. it was like Payday in Space, I think, oh, with okay. Bounty Hunters. All right. Yeah. All right. I already don't care about it. <laughs> <laughs> this is also when we had the huge layoff from epic uh around 870 people as well as their divestment from Bandcamp and the raising of prices on v bucks just like 
the epitome of ridiculousness when when Fortnite is still going bananas everywhere. Ah, uh, yeah. So in October is when we also had some layoffs from Naughty Dog, Team Seventeen, Telltale, and Twitch, as I mentioned earlier. Um, we also got the announcement from Nintendo that they were going to be ending multiplayer online support for Wii U and 3DS games in April of this year. And John Riccatello was uh, maybe forced out of Unity following their very poor handling of uh, those new fees. This is also when we found out officially that the PlayStation 5 Slim was a thing. That basically also happened as a Twitter announcement, I feel like. When is it supposed that to, just did they come out? out What's that? The PlayStation 5 Slim. That ain't come out yet, did it? Yep. Yeah, you could, oh. you could buy that at, on, during like Black Friday in the holiday season. They had a Spider-Man 2 bundle. Oh, okay. That was going around. Yep. Yeah, that, I mean, that's the thing. Like that, It just kind of came out. It just appeared on shelves all of a sudden. Uh, this is also when you had Best Buy announcing that they were going to stop selling physical movies, which has begun. I've seen pictures on Twitter of, of empty racking and, and shelves. So yeah, people. What what is a Best Buy anymore, Dominic? I don't. I don't know. I mean, the Best Buys around us have basically all shut down, and before that, they were already looking like barren wastelands. I can't imagine then taking out sections of movies, and I don't know if they're doing CDs still, or if they hadn't been doing CDs for quite a while while now, but. They probably sell records. They probably sell more records in a Best yeah, Buy. Yeah, I was about to say. I think somebody said CDs. that. CDs. <laughs> I think it's just a place for like the regular consumer to go see a computer. Yeah. And and, Jeez. and yeah. or phones or something to get the ha- and TVs. I mean TVs too. Yeah. But even those, like you see those at like Sam's Club and I mean DJs yeah, but I'm just saying just and- just that if they think about, I mean people still go in there and look at them. Yeah. That's true. I mean, I mean, because they got uh, a big area, the big, you know, kind of like living room oh, yeah, set up. That set up. You yeah. don't have it that at the other places. That is true. Very true. All right. We also had Pete Hines leaving Bethesda, which now that I think about it, is kind of interesting that we saw both Major Nelson and Pete Hines. I feel like those guys shared similar roles at their respective companies, both leaving. Um, I think that also follows, you know, some of the, the management shakeup and some of the leaks where we saw emails from Pete Hines, like why, why is Activision going to get to make call of duty games on everything? We can't make, we can't make elder scrolls games on everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if it was like, all right, Pete, it's maybe time to take (laughs) a step back. Uh, we also saw uh, Atari acquire digital eclipse. They, they did the Atari 50 collection and have done very good, you know, uh, and you know what? Masters of old games as a developer. Uh, I, I feel that as a developer, yeah. yes, like developers, yes, you like you don't like cause I'm thinking like developers of Naughty Dog, like if they could put their game also on Xbox and Nintendo somehow, if there was a possibility, um, <laughs> streaming. They, like what they want to like oh why wouldn't they want to more work that, that that's that's it right <laughs> outside of that but yeah like wanting wanting more people to be able to play your game i i would absolutely understand that 
it's there, you know, they're not the higher brass that's getting bonuses because it's exclusive to one console or another. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right. In November, we saw Nintendo teaming up with Sony uh, for the announcement of the live action Zelda movie following the success of the Mario movie. A live we'll action. That see, that's the out. thing. Live action. I don't. <laughs> I just don't know that I want. Cause he, cause is he gonna honestly, be a I think in a lot of ways, I would prefer a live action movie just because you can make it Lord of the Rings. But at the same time, I was, I, I don't know why it popped in my head the other day, but I was thinking about it at work and I'm like, the the story to Zelda, there isn't much there. The gameplay has always been what's driven that game. And like, what am I going to do? Watch this guy, like go into a dungeon, acquire an item and I mean, then gonna, fight a boss. No, they're going to make their own story, but it's just to my point is that when they do that, it's like, you could have just done anything. You didn't have to be called Zelda, but yeah, I mean, I mean Zelda's you, gonna get Daniel. I mean, to you put to the, the features theater, of Zelda. I mean, you put the things that happen in Zelda. But I don't know, man. I'd yeah. rather for it to be uh, um, animated like Mario. I mean, Mario, not of course not cartoony like that, but darn, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Space World trailer, the the game that we deserved, um, yeah, I, I, that we I never what got a live action. Yeah, live action. Actually, you know what? What what if they did like a Wind Waker art style Zelda movie? I would like that. I think that could be cool. All right, Dominic. Next up, this is the announcement of the announcement trailer for Grand Theft Auto 6. We found out in November that we would be seeing a trailer for that game in early December, and sure enough, we did. Yeah. Uh, this is also when the Steam Deck OLED was announced and released. So we saw Bungie lay off 100 people uh, following their acquisition from Sony the, the previous year. So, what a shit deal. We also saw Sony delay half of its planned live service games, which may be very closely tied to why Bungie had to lay off lots of people. We also saw Amazon lay off 180 people from their games division. And Embracer Group lay off around 900 people, Dominic. That should have been that entire company, I feel like. (laughs) Embracer Group is... That is like the the farcest of farcest of companies. Like I don't believe that is any more than just like one man sitting in a tax shelter in Delaware, just like saying they acquired all these things and having no idea what to actually do with them. Even though they're, I think they're like a a, a, a European company. So I don't know Ireland, some tax shelter in Ireland, I guess. Um. Yeah, like that is just wild. The Embracer the year before was just eating up all these companies and then I guess did not get the money that they thought they were going to from the Saudi Arabian government and just absolutely fell on their face. Like they they are one of the shittiest companies it feels like uh, as we have seen over this past year. Uh we also saw the announcement of The Last of Us Part 2 for the PS5. Uh, the, <laughs> this feels like, you know, in addition to the last time that 
The Last of Us was involved in the most unnecessary yeah. of remasters. This is part two of the most unnecessary remasters. This at least has a $10 upgrade, which could have effectively landed you this version of the game for $20 had you known to buy that game then and not now because they're never going to drop the price of that PS4 version to that price ever again. Ah, and then in December, Dominic, we had, of course, the Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer, which looks awesome, but absolutely killed us with that 2025 release date. I was never expecting that to be the case. No, no. And was disappointed to see that. Especially because I wonder... I wonder what we see between now and the release of that game. Are we going to get periodic updates of like, Hey, we're going to get a, like a character profile video. Or yeah. Something, like they did. That's know? what they did with uh, the previous one. Yeah. Like, are we going to, are we going to see that every like three or four oh, months or something? That, like I don't that, see or, that's, I never, yeah. I don't know what, how they did that with Red Dead Redemption either. Cause they did have like right. the trailer where they say, Hey, we're talking about the gameplay. And mm. this is what you do. Like, I remember watching that developer. Um, well, I don't know if it was a developer talking, but it was almost like it. Like it, it was. Yeah. Telling you all the, the mechanics and stuff of the game. Mm. Um, now, the previous Grand Theft Auto, yeah, they had those. They had a few trailers. Cause they had those one with each character um, trailer. Um, and then they had an overall gameplay trailer. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. If they were doing like a, a deep like developer diary thing, man, that would be cool. Like that would be, it's yeah. always it's always developer diaries are always on games I don't care about. Um, <laughs> like like every time I see develop, like me or games I don't really care about a developer diary for. Like I think right. um, what's it called? Of course, um, Psychonauts two I think had that. Even though I like mm-hmm. the game, yeah. I just didn't. I don't know for some reason I didn't care about seeing a developer diary for it. And I think the Ratchet- one for that especially is just like. Add several hours and hours and hours, like fifty to a hundred hours of footage, and that's that's a lot. And then um, I think Ratchet Clank, maybe one of those Ratchet Clanks or Insomnia games had it. Yeah, they and for some reason I was just because I was now if this was like maybe somehow early Ratchet and Clank on PlayStation Two, I would have been into it. But I think I just that I just seen enough that I was just like I just want the game. Um, yeah. But yeah, some of these games I don't really see double diaries for that I I particularly care for. Um, like Grand Theft Auto, I think I would watch that. Uh, I would watch one of that. Or if like Gears is going to have one or something, because I, yeah. I really want a Gears game or something like that. I, I would watch it. But yeah, it's, 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 it's few of them I do. I do want to see, but they don't have them. Um, but yeah, uh, so where are we at now? All right, next up was the Game Awards. This, again, we didn't really see, like, super huge announcements. There were some pretty big things, like Light No Fires, the, the new Hello Games game. Uh, Jurassic Park Survival looks like it could be cool. And that God of War DLC, Valhalla, sounds like it's it's pretty neat. People yeah. are pretty positive on that. Um, this is also when we found out that E3 was officially dead. The ESA announced that they would no longer be doing it, that was the final nail in yep. the coffin. Jeff Keighley we killed also him. also had, yep, he, he really did. <laughs> if he didn't kill him, he definitely helped. There, yeah. There are charges to be brought against him. Um, this is our, also when we found out that Bobby Kotick was going to be leaving Activision on December 29th. He got to stick around a little longer than that, uh, 
after that acquisition was closed out, but they finally got him out of there, Dominic. And the biggest news was at the very end of the year, Insomniac getting hacked and just having their entire yeah. roadmap for like the next 10 Happy plus years. Yeah, I mean, goddamn. all over the internet. You know, we saw Wolverine Alpha's running on PC. We saw Spider-Man 2 PC port running on the PC. We found out about the Venom game, X-Men games, new Spider-Man Ratchet Man game. Spider-Man 3, Spider-Man multiplayer, potentially. Just uh, everything. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunate for them kind of cool to see for us yeah like, just the news know, part yeah I'm, the game I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna pretend like it's not kind but at the same time they're those are now all things that when they pop up in a sony showcase i'm gonna be like oh that thing finally instead of like oh shoot they're doing that that's yeah. awesome yeah i mean um, yeah that kills it that does that does yeah. um that does kill so it's the like all right just it. check that off <laughs> tick another box finally got that game announced um yeah so that that's unfortunate but yeah that was the that was the year you know pretty dominated by the microsoft activision activision acquisition stuff a lot of layoffs but some pretty spectacular game announcements some pretty spectacular games yeah released, like Redfall. you know and yeah exactly <laughs> 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 yeah and you know like the games we will get to when we get to our you know game of the year stuff our half-ass game of the year stuff that's when we can really dig into to what awesome games came out last year as well but yeah i think overall it's a it's a year that breezed by some of these news stories i reflect on and i'm like man that was that was 12 months ago whoa you know it feels like it was just weeks ago that we were still talking about some of this stuff but yeah, I think uh, overall, you know, uh, another pretty interesting year. What do you think, Dominic? Yeah, I think overall it was a good year as far as as far as games. As far as games, it was overall a good year. Like, um, I mean, it's, it's sad for the year layoffs. Um, the, it was also a year of layoffs, which is sad. Um, but actual like games coming out and people enjoying um, playing. I mean, there was there was a lot there and a lot of variety. But I mean, you got the fighting game scene. You got Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter. Uh, the big names, both of them came out this year. You got yeah. Starfield finally coming out. You got um Spider Man two coming out. You got um the uh you got Harry Potter. You know the Harry Potter game turned out. Remember years ago we talked about like oh is this Harry Potter like Gears or something and War or something? <laughs> yeah. But now we finally got it out and it turned out to be all right, man. And the best selling mm-hmm. game of the year. Um and then um you got um. Uh, what was the other one? Um, just, um, Zelda. Zelda came out. It came yeah. Super Mario. Uh, like uh, Super RPG. That was a surprise. I mean, both games were surprised, mm-hmm. but the Super RPG was really a big surprise. Uh, come out the remake, and yeah, man, they they it was a lot. It was a lot that came out. Yeah, a lot of variety. Baldur's Gate becoming as big as what it is. Even though I mean, technically, a lot of PC people already knew about it because they been playing like uh, the beta or early These access. Are nerds. <laughs> but um, but Baldur's Gate because huge it is. Alan Wake, I mean Alan Wake two, and yeah. actually being really good too. Like people enjoy it. Uh, I mean it's a lot, man. I mean, I mean it was it was a great year for games. It's a great year, definitely. 
All right, Dominic, I didn't say new releases before we got into the segment, and I'm not going to say them after because there was nothing this week. So that's, <laughs> that's kind of all, all right. we got for the podcast. Yeah. We'll wrap so this next week, I think we'll – maybe we either we do the half-ass or I'll just do – because I will say how long this one would go because I would say mm-hmm. uh, I was going to do what was the game of the years from 10 years ago and 20 years ago or something like mm-hmm. that. But I think this is long enough. Uh, podcast so <laughs> yeah. i can say that yeah. for next week or whatever we come back yeah i think that would that we could do that next week as well as we'll have the microsoft stuff to talk about yeah um and then i'm probably going to be out the next week unless we record on a different day so that'll give us a little time to prepare the the half-ass game of yeah stuff. all right all right then all right yeah, with that, we'll wrap this bad boy up. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. You can check us out on Twitter. Dominic's at DStalworth5. I'm at RegulusMB. The podcast is at Superpod, S-U-P-A-P-O-D. Superpod.com is the website. You can check us out there. It has links to all the places you can find us, including YouTube, where there's a video version of this podcast, as well as iTunes, Stitcher, Google, not Google Podcasts. Well, Google Podcasts for a little bit longer. YouTube Music? <laughs> Spotify, Amazon Music, all those places. Basically, anywhere you can find an audio podcast, we exist there. And if we don't, let us know and we can find ways to get there. And until next time, guys, talk to you later. All right, see you.